0: It is the summer solstice. Well, that was yesterday, but it's midsummer, right? It's uh, coming up tomorrow. for always a Friday celebration, at least in uh, Sweden. We got three-day period here. It's the uh, longest day, at least if you're in the northern hemisphere. Uh, the shortest nights. So I hope you're enjoying the sunlight if you're up north. Uh, If you're down under, south, I just don't know what to do. Don't know how how to help. It's the darkest point. Man, it's just completely upside down. Uh, Anyway, thank you for joining us today. I'm Henrik, RedEyesTV, RedEyesMembers.com. How are you, Lana?
1: Doing good. Yeah, that would be uh, strange. You can't uh, celebrate the northern (laughs) midsummer in Australia. Remember, I told you I did a Christmas down there once, and I thought it was... Entirely bizarre, must cold be bizarre. ham.
0: It's like you're upside down.
1: Christmas decorations when it's you know hot. Yeah, you know, it's just hilarious. But yes, it is a a healthy northern tradition. Dare I say, mm-hmm. European tradition. Dare mm-hmm. <laughs> you <laughs> <What's laughs> Although although resentment? all people have honored you know solstices and all that yeah. seasonal changes. Yeah, you know, midsummer belongs to Europeans.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure does. All right. Anyway, great to uh, great to see you guys. Hope you're doing well here this uh, Thor's Day. It's a little bit uh, different uh, schedule here this week, but that's how it goes. Uh, doing a little bit of Midsummer Celebration tomorrow here, so I thought, let's do it today instead. Uh, and so- by the
1: way, it's making a comeback too i even when i went into this little party store and i was looking for i know henrik's gonna laugh but i was looking for a swedish flag balloons flag to balloons. surprise you with uh-huh. not fag balloons flag <laughs> balloons yeah and um she's the lady's like man i need to order some solstice stuff i feel like it's really making a comeback she said even in her kids private school they were talking about doing some kind of midsummer solstice thing i was nice. like well that's good you should encourage that let's go with it
0: yeah definitely uh it's good we gotta gotta bring though that's i mean if you are, are you interested in trad kind of stuff like that's that's what you should be looking at yes. right that's the trad kind of stuff all right anyway we got uh we got some uh, different topics today some sad news we're uh, gonna start on that in, in a little bit here Uh, But always, I do want to talk. Just you know, we do that kind of every year. It's it's good to refresh our memory a little bit. I have some new things that I haven't talked about before. But uh, you know, regarding the tradition of the Midsummer Pole, at least what we think it comes from, right? As usual, there's always uh, divided opinions about this. (laughs) A lot of modern thing, and then when you begin looking around, you, you you realize. There's tons of little like local nuances that maybe these guys, you know, in like you know southwestern parts of Sweden, uh, did very uniquely, while people further up north had like didn't do those kinds of things at all. So it's very kind of uh, uh, th- that's good about it too. You kind of you don't want to homogenized everywhere. Yeah. You want to have little Variation. tweaks, a little variations. Yeah, I noticed there, that.
1: There's stuff stuff. different style maypoles too, and I know you'll get into that. Yeah, that's one the that. different to talk ways to do it. Right? Yes,
0: exactly. All right. Mm. Um, anyway, if you want to super chat, if you want to support the show, enter percm.live red TV. I think that should be up and running. We also have uh, Odyssey and Rumble. Uh, you can do Rumble Rants, or you can do, what do they call it on Odyssey again? Just hyper chats. That's right. Hyper chat uh, on Odyssey. All right. So should we begin then with the the sad news? Yes, wanna? I
1: see Eunice is in, is in the chat as yeah. well. Uh, husband of, of, of uh, Tina, We're Swan sorry. of Twinella. Sorry. Yep. Uh, Unfortunately, we got the news that she passed on. She had died and I was very sad to hear that. Um, She died May 25th. She was uh, 37 years old. Now I first had her on my show back in 2017 and I just adored her. I thought she was just super sweet and so cool and uh, got to meet her, of course, uh, in Sweden and her husband, Eunice, great people. Um, And then Henrik, you know, you had them on together in 2020. We've done several yep. live streams with yeah, streams, uh, with her. and uh, COVID days. Eunice.
0: Remember this? February 20th, 2020. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, and I saw that uh, Eunice posted just a, a little tribute. So he was out of town when this actually happened. I know some things get lost in translation, and uh, I'd like to have him on to be able to talk about it. But he was away filming when he got the news. Um, she had died <clears> May 25th, and uh, he didn't get the news till June 2nd. Man. So he was on the road, and then he um, he rushed home. But there's a, another tribute as well beyond this one. If you want that, from sure, uh, yeah, you no, know, of sir. course, we'll, we'll play them.
0: Both. All right, let's uh, let's play this one here.
2: Erityisen ylpeä olen nuorista, jotka ovat irrottautuneet loputtoman vihrettarjonan ja materiaan Pariisissa tekemään työtä, joka olisi kuulunut heidän vanhempieensa sukupolvelle. I don't
0: understand a thing, but I love hearing Swedish. Uh, Finnish. Finnish. I just got to say that because we had finished radio stations in Sweden when I grew up and I remember hearing the language.
2: Many times. It sounds very old. He said malli, suomalaisen yhteiskunnan ongelmien ratkaisemiseen ja parempaa elämää Cute little thing. I see Kudu
0: in the background there. That's a uh, a conference, I think, right? With uh, some of the nationalists, Mm, I
2: believe.
3: Yes.
2: there are subtitles on this. It's all right. And since I'm uh, also the only uh, female uh, speaker here, I thought that maybe I should uh, try to uh, bring some, like, uh, uh, a softer woman's touch to the topics, and uh, uh, the title of my speech is uh, Home is where the heart is, and uh, uh, often when I um, uh, have taken part in these nationalist seminars and discussions, I notice that we tend to get ahead of ourselves, that we... Uh, talk about uh, grand political plans, we even start uh, arguing amongst each other about the details of some uh, nationalist utopia, that when we have the nationalist state, uh, should it be economically yeah, right-wing <laughs> or left-wing, and we can actually <laughs> right. end up uh, in huge arguments about these sort of things, but uh, we are not there yet, especially in Western and Northern European countries. And. Uh, the first things we need to do to even come close to having the nationalist state, we need to first uh, uh, rise the fighting spirit in people, to get people activated and interested in politics and get them to fight for what's theirs. And after that build a community. Ja, suomalaiset on selvinneet läpi vaikka minkälaisista koettelemuksista on ollut nämä kaudet.
0: I think they might be in front of the Finnish parliament, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Yeah, and the government
1: was after her and Eunice many times for alleged, you know, hate speech charges, and they had, you know, nasty articles written about her as well. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, taking a lot of flack. Koska Suomessa oli nähty se hyvinkin pitkästi, että minkälaista on elää vähemmistönä muukalaisten arvoilla. Että se ei ole kiva paikka olla. Se ei ole kiva elää kansana, kun joku vierastansa päättää sun elämästä ja kohtelee sua alempiarvosana kansana omansa nähden. Niin, suomalaiset
0: samoinaiset vähän että me haluaisimme. Kind of, see
2: kohtalostaan tehdä omat päätöksensä ilman että Venäjä tai Ruotsi tai kukaan muu meille sanelee yhtään mitään. että kansallinen koti suomalaisille. Vähän erilaisissa maisemissa, kuten varmaan huomaatte, niin there's a lake in pohjois beautiful? Home beautiful. Let's finish coastline right
0: there.
1: the one by Eunice and I'll uh, explain uh, uh, this a couple posts on Eunice. her blog. That was the one. It was another very, very short another ver- okay. one. It was just kind I of
0: see. music and some photos and stuff. But you know, if you want to say you know, a few words or um, what, what I, I mean, we find out tomorrow of what happened. Yes. Obviously
1: here, um, so. Also, I just, I see, look, um, Eunice is in the chat. He has seven hate speech uh, charges pending in court this year and some for her as well. Bullshit. Now, she explained on her blog, there were two different things. I know speculation was flying wild, but she explained on her blog, I did an English translation, that uh, she's been sick a lot since childhood. It sounded like she had a lot of uh, inflammatory diseases and inflammation issues that she was dealing with. Uh, she was even partially deaf in one ear because of an infection that was caught too late. So she just was battling a lot of different health issues. Uh, and then it looked like she got a vertebral infection, which is an inflammation of the spine, infection of the spine, and uh, doctors were talking about possible paralysis, that she would be uh, crippled from that. Now, there was also another blog post where she did where she mentioned that she took the jab, and I know a lot of people are talking about this. Now, this was uh, against her husband's wishes. And she explains here in her blog post that she wanted it for uh, ease for travel and work. She was worried about the future of where vaccine passports were going. And she thought that at least one of them in her marriage should have it just in case. She worried about things like uh, going to the grocery store, right? And will we be able to get groceries? Now, all of that has ended since, right? You can travel and and work. Um, She didn't think she was at risk. So she took two jabs. She explained that she had bad side effects uh, immediately. Yeah, art side effects, all kinds of issues, and she, um, she didn't think she was at risk, but obviously she was because she had these other health issues. Right, uh, she had some bad side effects, and she questioned if she can even go to work anymore because it was getting in the way. Uh, she had the second jab in 2022, and then l- less than one year later, she had died. Uh, it sounded like, and I was going to uh, ask Unisys, but uh, it sounded like the spinal infection, uh, mm-hmm. maybe right. uh, perhaps it was accelerated from mm. the vaccine.
0: Well, uh, I mean, I, w- <laughs> how many times have we seen this now and then it's circumstantial? Well, you know, it should, there was other complications or they were ill of something else. But and that is a th- side effect.
1: The yeah, I mean, I think this uh, the, spinal inflammation this, is also a side effect. Right.
0: Of Heart issues, you know, all, all kinds of things. Right. So. That's what we've seen. And then the medical establishment, because I see it's unrelated. It was nothing to do with it. Uh, this person died of whatever disease or a, w- whatever ailment, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I, but was, no, I was this really is, this, sad
1: to hear that she had taken that. Yeah, uh, you know.
0: Man, that sucks. That just, you know, out just, of, more confirmation coming out all the time about how how horrendous this jab it, it just jab su- surprises me
1: be. that there were people that had, uh, that knew all of the evidence, you know, that knew stuff. And I know she questioned some of it. Well, why aren't people dying in mass then? Well, people are dying.
0: Now it's getting, ga- it's getting up. Died. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's catching up.
1: It, it's catching up. And some people it happens sooner, some people it happens later. But she obviously yep. had pre existing health conditions. It was already weakened. And then I think that this kind of sped things up.
0: Yeah, definitely. Right?
1: So, and she had said that she shouldn't be alive anymore. She, que- you know, that that uh, she thought she was going to die in her teens, and then here she was until thirty-seven. Mm-hmm. So I had questioned if she thought maybe, hey, maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna die young anyway. What the hell? I'll just take it. So one of us maybe, has it. Maybe and she then- felt
0: like if if she only has limited time, I don't want to be restricted by not being able to go anywhere. So she's like, I'll take the gamble. At least then I can just move around for the what was it two years i forget exactly how severe the restrictions were in finland i think it was pretty bad at least that for a while uh so i mean that. yeah she said she had several
1: near-death experiences already so she wasn't afraid of death but um not a good way to die and it's so sad because i feel obviously she was too young she had work to do and she uh, had a husband and she left all of that behind and so it's a Good reminder. It's it's very sad. Yeah. It's very sad, and also um, appreciate the days that you have.
0: because yep. <laughs> Yeah. As I say, don't be don't be sad that uh, it's over. Uh, be happy that it happened. Right. Uh, I, I realize I have the wrong name down below. Obviously, she was married with Junas, right? So her last name was uh, Luca, uh, Luca, right? Yeah. At the, at the so I have the wrong name down below, but just for clarification. Uh, we'll try to bring Junus on if he's willing. We, 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 we heard from Junus just like five minutes before we we're going to go yeah. on, so it was kind of hard to just pull everything. I would have to change some stuff in the, the template for the show and stuff to be able to show everyone on screen at the same time, screen on the same time. Uh, but yeah, love we'll do to a have special him on. little live yeah, thing. To, yeah, do something live and, and talk a little bit more about it and, and see what what has happened since. And of course, he has his uh, uh, other challenges too, just in Finland, uh, the environment there, right? But uh, yeah. anyway, F mm-hmm. in uh, F in chat, yeah. I guess, for, rest, uh, for, rest for, in for peace. Tina look. Uh, and peace, Tina. Yep, it sucks. So I wanted to. I, I did want to play a video because I came across this. And it has to do with the vaccine and all that stuff, right? And and I wanted to. I, I just you, you'll catch it, right? I think this is somewhat longer. So I'm not going to play the whole thing. But all the stuff about Peter Hotes has kind of bubbled up to the surface uh, recently because, of course, he's one of the main vax pushers, right? Uh, it, and it speaks to something. I don't. you know I. Don't know what Tina felt about this but I have I saw people that were normally otherwise very um very very on the level about a lot of different stuff but when it came to this they they just felt kind of fell in the trap there was the scare uh campaign was so relentless yeah that many people just you know what? You can't screw around with this. This is real. It's a serious. We have to take it. Blah 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 kind of thing. I don't know if that was her situation, uh, but the point was just a massive pressure, right? And and then of course it was the restrictions on top of that. The coercion of saying you must do this if you want to move around. You can't travel anywhere. You can't do this. You can't do that. So this is not. This isn't only like oh you have a choice. This is your choice. You know you don't have to if you don't want to. For a lot of people this was not a choice. So Peter Hotez, who who've made a lot of money on this, shilling this uh, yeah. death uh, jab to, uh, to many media channels out there, he, he was in the news recently because there was a tiffy between uh, kind of him and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. over in the States. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is running for president on the Democrat side. He was on Joe Rogan. There's, he's been on other, other shows, and he's a skeptic of the vaccine. So this is kind of bubbling up to the surface because of all of this, which is great. And then basically, to make a long story short, they offered him... Hotez, that is because he's like oh look at this vaccine misinformation we have to ban Joe Rogan uh, from Spotify this is ridiculous and he said well why don't you come on I'll come on on the show uh, because Hotez has said before if you if you what is it if you deny the vaccine right then you're a vaccine uh, not only skeptic he calls it like a science denier which is now according to his argument is like mass murdering people because you're you're not taking the jab check that one out huh? talk about reversing this the yeah. situation right. Uh, But so people are like, okay, well, then you go on Joe Rogan and you, because it's one of the biggest podcasts out there, you present your information. So you get this to as many people as possible. That's your moral responsibility now then, right? You have to set the record straight. But of course, as usual, he chickens out and he just says, you know, I don't want to, oh, you have to give me more money kind of thing. (laughs) It's not me, but he wanted to put it to a charity. At the end of the day, it was a bunch of different people chipping in. Uh, money from all kinds of peoples. So eventually, it's like stands at like 1.5 million for like a charity of his choice, Peter Hote's choice. Okay, you donate to whatever you want. You come on the show. You laid out no time limit, just a debate with Robert F Kennedy Jr. and like all of that on the table. But of course, he chickens out and he goes to he goes on Mehdi Hassan on MSNBC the Saturday Show. Uh, which basically doesn't have any comparable type of audience, right? And then he, he winds up. Oh, why? He, I saw it's Twitter. He's like, why it's uh, why it's wrong to do, to debate, and you are like all these kinds of articles that are linked up anyway. But so, anyway, long story short, here I don't want to play all of this. It's twelve minutes, but I wanted to play a little bit in the beginning. I think it's the redacted team behind this, the redacted news team. I, I'm not sure. I think I see. You can see the logo up in the top uh, left-hand side corner. But look at the spin of, like of, of why he's evil is at least out the gates, is not because you know what happened in the Western countries, it's because he wanted to vaccinate Africa. Kind of thing, right? <laughs> he says. He says at some point that clip includes we got to vaccinate the world, which is insane. I, I agree with that.
1: We agree with but the the
0: Africa. S- <laughs> <laughs> but the spin that the spin is, I just no, just leave it alone. Just yeah. back back off, withdraw. Don't do anything. Okay, if bit, we
1: get it. You get it too, then Africa.
0: But anyway, it, it just that's you know again, the West. That's where the vax happened. Like the, the Look at dysgenics. Iceland, it's like 99% of
1: the right. people. Right. The, the
0: dysgenics program has been in the in the West. Yeah. It, it, that's the mass yes. murdering program. But I feel that these people who who did this little compilation, the vax, and see what you feel when you, when well, you watch it. Well, they're so it, but,
1: obsessed with their own race, they can't even see what's happening to our race. <laughs> like We're the ones targeted.
0: Uh, who Who's obsessed with their own race? Oh, well...
1: We're talking about uh, other blacks. Other yeah, blacks. Yeah, no, this
0: is not blacks. No, 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 this, I know. But I'm f-
1: I'm talking about like other blacks who say that, like, oh, they're targeting us now that oh, yeah, they want to yeah. vaccinate, you know, Africa. I saw some blacks. Oh, they want to kill
0: yeah. us and vac- mass murder us, yeah. blah blah blah. But uh, again, we've already is, gotten it. It was like and again, the a guy like this, he was talking about how, oh, we have to make it free for everybody and drop the drop the patents on it and stuff. And neither this guy or Bill Gates or any of these people that had a big, you know, finger in in dealing with this whole campaign. Didn't do anything. They didn't donate massive amounts of their funds and money to to uh, get this to for free for the rest of the third world. Of course they didn't do. It's all talk. But anyway, let me play a little bit here. There's some good compilations
4: that's come out recently here. Throughout the COVID era, Few, if any, personalities have appeared on television more than Dr. Peter Hotez. Dr. Hotez,
5: welcome to the
0: show. Dr. Hotez, thank you so much for taking the time. Dr. Hotez, welcome back to the News Hour.
4: He has forcefully advocated the most authoritarian and destructive measures from lockdowns. We
6: may have to go through that full lockdown. Intensify uh, social distancing control. Social isolation, absolutely mandatory. <laughs>
4: mask mandates. Too many people are defiant of masks. And most of all to inject all of humanity with experimental pharmaceutical products. Vaccine mandates every kid over the age of 12.
6: Not only we're going to fully vaccinate the American people, but vaccinate Plan to vaccinate the entire world. You have to aggressively vaccinate. There's no real option here. Vaccinate the southern hemisphere. Vaccinate the African continent, South Asia, and Latin America. And we're looking at up to eight, nine billion doses. Let's go vaccinate the African people. And the security of the country
4: depends on getting everybody vaccinated. Hotez has received <laughs> countless honors and awards. <laughs> what a joke, Restaurants. Stan. I mean, it's fine to
0: bring this up. I'm not saying that. Maybe I'm nitpicking. Maybe I'm being too, uh, you yeah, know, difficult here or whatever. But do you see what I mean, though? Yes, he said yes. Vaccinated America. They included that there too, but it feels like they they pulled that out specifically, yes. kind of thing. To, to sh- look look at what a racist Jewish Peter Hotez is, mm-hmm. who obviously is a shitlib of if there ever was one, right? He's a, as anti-white as they as they come, at least by default standards of just being a uh, medical activist who's in the mainstream media sphere all the time, right? So, and I, I don't want to just just zoom in on that, but I'm saying there's like mass deaths now there were like massive increases in excess death in many western countries we showed the stats from the eu the other day it was like something like the average is about 20% we'll see what happens when stats from italy and sweden comes in cuz we didn't have those at the time some countries like iceland you had almost 50% excess deaths because of you know the jab, most likely. I mean, shoot, even right. in
1: my own personal life of the big circle of friends I have, everyone knows someone who got vaxxed and died soon after.
2: Mm.
4: Yeah.
1: I, I hear about it all the time. Yep. People that shouldn't have died. They were healthy. They didn't have any issues.
4: Yep. Anyway, let's play a little bit more of this here to the American Medical Association and the city of Houston, where he now resides.
6: Hereby proudly proclaim this day, November 25th, 2021, as Dr. Peter Hotez Day in
4: the city of
0: Houston. He got got his own day. Can you believe that? Oh, my God. No one's going to
4: remember even that. Nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize <laughs> Peace as this Peace investigation Creepy reveal, bow tie guy. Peter Hotez has spent smile. decades cozying up to powerful interests in the pharmaceutical industry, billionaire foundations, and the U.S. government. He has treated the world as a laboratory, exploiting every opportunity to undermine regulation and test new drugs on unsuspecting populations. Precisely the opposite of the image Europeans, of public health people? servant that he projects. In 1989, Hotez's first postdoctoral award was from Pfizer, along with $100,000. This allowed him to continue experiments for a human hookworm vaccine that he had begun years earlier, a project that, to this day, has not succeeded. Mr. Hotez
6: has been deeply embedded in the pharmaceutical industry since the very earliest stage in his career.
4: In 2003, he was a Pfizer visiting professor in tropical diseases at the State University of New York at Stony Brook. The same year, He began work on a coronavirus vaccine, but shelved the project after the SARS virus flamed out, and he could not find funding. Hotez's career has largely- Isn't that interesting, though, Mm. that they actually worked on this early on in the process, and then then they kind of dropped
0: it, and then it surfaced again, and we even had that clue about Moderna, owning a patent together with the NIH for the these types of vaccine vaccines that were, they were developing. Mm-hmm. When they say, you know, when Trump showed up and like Operation Warp Speed, we brought this out in the world in six months, it's a miracle. They that's all They already had it gone, yes. Absolutely, they know they wanted it. They just wanted the excuse to wheel it out. But anyway, I think that's enough of this one. This goes on, this is 10 more minutes of this. It, look, it's good. It, it's exposing him a, a, as it should be, so I don't want to be too nitpicky here, but I kind of see that a lot in these fears that it's like, that Europe and America, Western world, can cannot kind of be ignored really on this front. Mm-hmm. And it's not until you want to go and vaccinate Africans or South Americans You mean Americans the conservatives that
1: are pointing? Yeah,
0: yeah. And oh, look at what a what a racist this guy! Look at he's not he's morally uh, you know kind of he's, he's immoral. Like a, he's
1: like another Margaret Sanger, right? She wanted right. to exterminate he's a blacks. No, actually, see? she yeah. didn't.
0: No, they're, she, they're, was,
1: <laughs> she was she was anti white.
0: <laughs> she was. She was
1: an anti white communist. Absolutely was. Right? I did a video about that years ago.
0: Now, so this one is good. Yeah, so you can see, well, actually, you can't see that. Redacted, it says up in the top uh, right, left-hand side. there. So I think, they're the ones who are doing it. So, uh, man, you you guys got to step up to the the plate here in regards to what happened to Europeans (laughs) during this vaccine thing uh, and focus on that as well, in addition to to the other things you mentioned. But anyway, I wanted to uh, play one clip that's very good about this, uh, what a slime bag he is. Uh, is this one check this out here
6: one of the things that we're not hearing a lot about is the unique potential safety problem of coronavirus vaccines and then
2: something changed
6: any vaccine released by emergency use authorization by the fda is an outstanding uh, vaccine j&j's vaccine has a risk of life-threatening blood clots when you hear the beep that's the sound of safety. So don't overthink it. Uh, they're they're both really good. Vac- they're all really good vaccines. Get vaccinated now. You gotta call now. If you wait, uh, it's gonna be really too late to protect your child. If this was your child, what happens next could make it the worst day of your life. So even though COVID poses zero threat to healthy children. Vaccinate your children. Do the right thing. Be safe and not sorry. I'm strongly recommending for adolescents to get their two doses of vaccine and fully immunized after those two doses. Advanced technology that can help save lives. This is going to be a long-lasting vaccine. A long-lasting vaccine. A few moments later, we're seeing that two doses is not holding up well for emergency room visits. It's not holding up well for hospitalizations.
4: Here we go again. Here we are again.
6: Everyone's going to need a booster. You need that third immunization. <laughs> Triple the amount. Get that third immunization. The two mRNA vaccines were always a three-dose vaccine. The two mRNA vaccines were always a three-dose vaccine. <laughs> I've, always said, this <laughs> I've always said this is a three-dose vaccine. I've always said this is a three-dose vaccine. This is a three-dose vaccine.
4: But I'm not done yet.
6: That third immunization. The problem is- it's not holding up. So we may have to look at sort of innovative solutions. Oh, God, not this again. A fourth immunization. Oh, just, just God. To keep them, to keep them going. To keep the country uh, going. We have to consider some out-of-the-box things. A fourth immunization. I mean, it's horrible.
1: People are dying. Oh, oh I, know it's, it's it's yeah. like like I know. It's like a dark comedy. I know. This
6: is the most sickening thing ever. Going. I've made that recommendation. A fourth immunization. But I'm still not done. One semester later. Unfortunately, the numbers are starting to trend up again. So the hospitalizations are up. And so the most important message that I have this morning is: get your new
0: bivalent booster.
2: Oh my god! <laughs> and Lee's were saying they got their booster, and I was it's like, "Oh, I need to get mine." fucking
0: vaccine then, shill, if there ever was one. There's a
2: trustworthy <laughs> face. Yep. And. Is that the bivalent or is it the fourth booster or does it matter? Like,
0: uh, Don't worry so much about
6: the number of... <laughs>
2: There's no wrong way to use <laughs> you
6: have to. If get we it. say it's 10, new take new 10. That's a- you can double or triple stack them. Of- the new bivalent one is is doing a much better job. You, you have to get, to get a booster. Yeah. You need to get this new bivalent booster. <laughs> bivalent booster for COVID. But does everyone ages 12 and older need a booster? The answer is yes. 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 And by the way, if you're over 50 and have gotten two boosters and more than four, two, or th- two to four months out, you're going need a third booster as well, a fifth. Immunization. Five. I don't think we're going to need an annual booster like flu. Eventually, Dr. Hotez supports yearly boosters, just like. <laughs> oh my that. god! But I'm still not done. It looks as though the boosters are not holding up quite as well as we'd like. Um, and 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 I think our think thinking is going to change, and that what's going to happen is every, you know, few months we may need another booster. Uh, uh, <laughs> perfect result. <laughs> What? Each and every time. You know, Someone he just, just could not send overcome that massive to this guy. Hey, remember
0: all oh, these things did. you said? Oh, they did. The, 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 in <gasps> in most of the recent tweets that uh, he was making, this was in a lot of the replies. Good. So people are bombarding And you know him he's this, watching
1: you know? it. Just like, oy vey, shut so. it down. I hope
0: he's watching. God. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like a net worth of like 40, 40 million or something like that, this oh guy. Oh, my
1: God. Is See, there ever was a, this...
0: a, a shill for for vaccine companies, big rich, pharma? Killing it's
1: people, injuring yeah. people permanently. Yeah.
0: Brought to you by Pfizer. 40 million, right? <sighs> Will there ever be
1: justice? Will there ever be justice?
0: Well, that's my point. There are going to have to be people responsible. We can't. We can't let this go. No. You know what I mean? Uh, we have to, and, and we know it, It's like they intentionally lie too. They go in front of Congress. Some of these people, like Fauci, obviously have done many times. Right? You have the situation in the EU between these lost uh, text messages and communi- secret communication. Uh, between Ursula von der Leyen the president of the EU uh, is it commission right commission is it pre- oh, mm-hmm. anyway um and uh, Albert Borla from Pfizer for example remember that secret deal we're going to buy you know we'll will purchase x amount of whatever was billion of doses or you know <laughs> hundreds know. of millions of doses yeah n- and now we're like, you know we're supposed to just take this and lay, lay down and and forget about this no like we we we're going to need trials and catapults that's just that's how this goes Ooh, cannot let this go
1: and it's all very uh, sneaky because it's like okay well what was the cause of death was it the vaccine or did it already exploit a weakness right, right? so they're gonna use all these roundabout ways to wiggle out of that, right? well, that well you don't have direct evidence like with Tina for instance you don't have direct evidence well there needs to be an autopsy and even then what are they gonna point to how can they say it was a vaccine well maybe if there's well, it's like, tons of blood clots
0: That's like saying immediate heart damage. That's like saying you have a you know structural integrity or something you know in a building or maybe this is a bad analogy, but I'm saying you you get you get pressure on the entire system and there was a weak spot. But it's like okay, but what what weight did you put on that weak spot? You know, I mean, it's like oh look here, this is a it's a a um, cytokine storm. It's an overreaction of the immune system, or or it's a heart issue. You know, kind of thing. But yeah, but what triggered that? What's the reason why? Uh, the the heart had inflammation or yeah. things like this, right? Yeah. And so they don't look at that. They just see. So they a complete flip flop, right? In the beginning, it was like, look at all these COVID cases. They ramp up the numbers. They 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 make everybody scared. It's everything is in red on every mass media uh, channel yeah. uh, in 2020, right? Early 2020, everybody's terrified. Everyone's scared into submission. And now, you know, when it comes to like counting excess deaths and saying no, 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 it's not related to that. Oh yeah, there's a there's a huge spiking cancers, sure, but that's totally unrelated to to the to the jab no, robot, right? It's not
1: good enough. No. 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 Uh, Bill Biz says in the latest display of medical wokeness, the AMA has declared the BMI Body Mass Index as a racist standard due that. to its historically harmful use for racist exclusion anybody <laughs> surprised well so they're yeah. admitting that they're just saying a bunch of non-whites are obese and fat.
0: that's what it <laughs> was like, right What a, like, a minute, what are you saying here like yeah. brown people are fat is like, that what uh am i mean, cause the, there's, uh, AMA is saying
1: there's white fat asses too but i mean there's a lot of uh, brown and black fat asses was, as you know, as well. terp.
0: Ter- ter- let me turp. that line <laughs> let me type in uh bmi racist right? oh american gosh. medical association canceling bmi because it's racist Yeah,
1: but you don't need a bmi to tell if someone's fat like you can see it <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> like, and then here's here's the i nation... need to measure it. This one, i see
1: it with my eyes here's
0: a national review cucked version of bmi was stupid not racist that's right oh, it God. was no, it was just stu- what do you mean <sighs> stupid You want to keep people healthy and not overweight. Of course, there's good to have a norm. uh, Yeah, an ideal uh, of what's healthy. Weight,
1: (laughs) right? Oh, my gosh. What is it? It's your
0: height. uh, What is it? Minus your weight or plus? I forget what it is. Not being
1: worried about being fat is stupid. Like you should be
0: worried, yeah, but no, this is oh they were saying it's g- This, this, g- the great reset, the the, <laughs> the
1: everything overall, white people everything have come up with to needs to be, yeah, destroyed.
0: eradicated. Yes. Space
1: yes. Kang, thank you, says racial greetings to my pagan brothers and sisters. Hi, well, thank, thank you. you. Good to
0: see you, Space Kang.
1: I know you're going to get into some midsummer stuff next week. Yeah, day,
0: so. I think we'll do that. I always that. like
1: hearing about that.
0: Yeah, did you do? I think we have a couple on uh, Odyssey. There, it's too, it's nice. great,
1: too, because we have a, a bunch of. Christian friends who are doing it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we're having a party Friday. We're invited to another one uh, Saturday and you know, I know Catholics, Christians, all kinds of people that are celebrating it. So that's fun. Yep. You know? Yeah. Uh, let's see. What did I miss here? Yes. Wolf supremacist 66. I, Henrik and Lana Long time viewer, first time hyper chatter. Thank I'm you. terribly sorry to hear about Tina. I only remember yeah. hearing about her a few times for her. She was a great person and a proud nationalist. Yeah. Guess it goes to show your life is fleeting. God bless her and all of you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that.
0: Thank super you. chat. It was nice of you. Yes. I, 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 I forgot to mention it, but yeah, she was, I mean, genuinely every time I, I I'd spoke to her. Such a sweetheart. Very generally, very very nice person, just wonderful. She did great work in Finland, trying yes. to heal that sick nation. I mean, it's like it's bad ten times better in Finland than it is in Sweden. Well, it's bad there too, but it, they haven't come as far as Sweden have. We we're we're literally like already down the tubes. Uh, Finland is circling, but. No, she and and Eunice of course did great work to try to uh, help restore that that courageous comfort.
1: she's courageous she's this short little petite thing i remember the first time i met her oh look at her she's so little and lots of courage
4: yeah absolutely
1: wolf's premises 66 again they need to get in the pit
0: in that's reference
1: right. to these vaccine pushers yep
0: that's yes. right brought to you by Pfizer we'll the pit sponsored by
1: yeah all so right. we can all watch
0: uh, so, Lord Aragon here too. Uh, hell, I just say for argument, a lot of young people in my area have passed away. No reason why they weren't obese, etc. F F Fortina, uh, yeah. yes indeed. Yeah, I mean, um, it, it's like I, the oh, you know, just I mean, a random like uh, overview of the situation. Like I see tweets all the time, like up oh, here's some young person that just died, you know, because there's some people that. You know, parents, they put just a message on on, on Twitter, you know what I mean? And Uh, we don't know
1: why, right? And
0: it's not said. And some people I see, uh, you know, in the replies, uh, how did they die? What happened? You know, we don't want to be disrespectful, but, you know, everyone needs to know if it's related to this. It didn't
1: used to be this way. There was always a reason. Oh, they had a heart problem. Oh, they got hit by a car. Oh, it was this accident. Oh, it was cancer. Now it's just like, oh, we don't know. Yeah, yep. that's that's not normal.
0: Yeah, but was it uh, some other, some other cringe rapper just the other day? I can't remember the name, but yeah, he's standing up on some outs, outdoor stage rapping, and then all of a sudden he just—it was forty-five kind of out of a gut or whatever but like yeah he just falls over with the mic boom goes down dies you know a I mean? little
1: pressure on the heart yep. and
0: that's it a little nervousness maybe a little yes you know, a little stress in the situation like that and, and then you you go you know all right okay right. okay so uh let's talk about uh midsummer right so obviously we have the solstice that was happening uh, yesterday uh, it's a wonderful time of uh, of year of the year, I should say, <laughs> for everybody. But I wanted to. We've run this a couple of times, but it's a good short little uh, little overview yeah. uh, for those who haven't seen it before. This is from Skansen, which is uh, just outside of uh, uh, Stockholm, uh, an area there where they usually have you know concerts and celebrations and stuff. It's kind of like a big park. Uh, but anyway, this is a video from a couple of years ago. Listen to this.
3: Midsummer is a national holiday in Sweden that celebrates the summer solstice. At Skansen, the celebration lasts for three entire days and visitors can help making garlands of flowers for the maypole. Maypoles are believed to be part of an old fertility rite, the pole being a phallus that fertilizes Mother Nature. It was hoped that properly celebrating this rite would give a good harvest in the autumn. You can be certain of a lively time with traditional Swedish entertainments and plenty of fun. Traditional fiddlers play for the ring dances, which are followed by singing, games, and dancing round the maypole.
1: Henrik, are we going to do that this week? Join us. Dance? <laughs> this week, kinda, You're that not a dancing so. kind of guy. This is,
0: it's one, see, it's one thing I kind of have a little <laughs> a hard time with. Now, there's some interesting history here, uh, actually, because the dancing part is fairly, fairly new, right? Um, it was kind of Trying geared. to get
1: out of it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's new. I don't want to It's not do, authentic.
0: Small girl dinner, Smoke, a, smoke I mean, I'm not going to jump kids. around you know that song which means little frogs, yeah, yep. you know, that's is for the kids, right? But that was like, yeah, it's actually, actually. I'm gonna read here, hopefully, the translation. Look at that maypole,
1: that one's cool,
0: yeah, because they say, uh, yeah, small group, right? They don't have any ears, no tails, and then they jump around like around the maypole. It says here, dancing and playing around the maypole is a relatively new invention that grew in popularity during the 1920s uh an element that grew stronger during the 20th century is the element of play the melody small is an example of this the small frogs which first appeared in the songbook in the 1920s the tune quickly became popular and became associated with the uh the frog frog game that's a weird translation there with the uh, the fro- yeah well, i guess you can translate frog game uh, and midsummer the melody itself goes back to a french song which british british soldiers sang during the Napoleonic Wars in the 19th century, and it was used as a uh, translation is a zealous song, like a h- a hate song, a hate song, nidvisa, we call it, hmm. uh, which is basically to make is, is a hate song about the French. Did you get enough? Frogs, the French. Do you get it? <clears throat> no? Okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so... The- that's recent. Oh, <laughs> sacré bleu! Right? Don't you get it? No, I oh, don't. No. All right. Uh, so that's that's kind of new. So I, I, I'm not. You know, I want to go back a little bit further than that. It look, it's fun for the kids, so we'll do it anyway. Right? It's it's totally okay. Uh, but it's hard if you have. You kind of have to have grown up with that, so you know what to do. It's very hard to like show. Show other like Americans. <laughs> and you, you dance around like this. You can't really do it. They want to
1: see it, Henrik. They want to see I, I'm, it. I <laughs> will not do it.
0: Uh, so, but anyway, that so yeah. Have you noticed there's two words for it? It's sometimes they say Maypole and sometimes they say Midsummer's pole, right? Showing a couple of oh, I like that one. Uh, that one is not too bad. I think that's actually a, just a birch <laughs> yeah. stem, just straight up like that. And there's different styles and all that kind of stuff, right? Actually, the 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 kind of the Christian cross version is actually a, a more recent one. You think, oh, that would be in the early days maybe when they you know, had Christianized Sweden and they want to make sure they kind of got rid of pagan symbols and things like that. No, it's actually th- th- that style right there that's in the picture now. That's more recent. In the beginning, it was actually just like a straight pole. There's even, um, let me show you some of the pictures of that, wood carvings. Uh, these are from uh, 16, 1600s, something like that. Uh, there's a couple of these actually. I should have imported all of them. And this is from a uh, kind of a, a, a book about Sweden. Uh, Suecia Antiqua is the name of it, written, I think, in, in Latin, the whole thing. And as you can see uh, on the right hand side there, do you see a, a pole there with a bunch of oh, wreaths yeah. or, uh, oh, what was the word again? What do they call it? I think she even said it in the video. I should have paid attention. Um, gar- garlands. Is that what you call it? Yeah, garlands. Garland. Yeah. Or garlands. Um, And you can see that it's just a straight pole, and then what they did is, zoom in on that a little bit, a straight pole, and then they just kind of hung garlands or wreaths around, presumably attached to each other, all the way down the pole. And some, uh, you know, some people still today, they actually just use a flagpole. They don't even have like a, a, you know, a a wooden pole or anything like that, or like a a special, uh, you know, a tree that they take or anything like that, right? Uh, So here's one. Actually, the wood carving there from Skara, which is one of the oldest dioceses in in Sweden, which is kind of interesting, right? Because you think, oh, it would all be Christianized by then; they wouldn't have any of these kinds of pagan symbols or whatever. But no, this is uh, that was totally uh, they were totally cool at that at the time. A couple of other wood carvings as well. Here you can see one down in the kind of bottom left, right there. This is from Ynshoping, uh, and one. Other one here, another maypole that they showed from Hammar I think this is translated. Hammar Skog, you see in the middle there. Middle there. Um, so, anyway, so maypole, the, the word may has nothing to do actually with the month of May, which I thought first. May or maya is actually mean, means to dress in green. There's actually, I even remember a tradition we did in school when I was little. And I don't even know how to describe it, but it's like you, you make these little um, like in usually in paper, like a little piece. It sounds weird, like but a, a stick that you hold that you can hold in. And then at the end of that, you had a bunch of different colored papers and stuff. Right. And you can just kind of wa- wave it around like not like a pom pom, but you know what I mean, like something in that style. And all the kids kind of just walk around and it's, you know, or I forget what month that is again, but maybe it is in May, to be honest but it makes sense right because we we dress in green because that not us personally but the pole what we dress in green because uh, that's what nature does right so it's kind of our act of of Going along, what nature is doing, kind mm. of recognizing that now it's time. I think even the the month of May is related to that word. To Everything ma- is maya. lush
1: and green and Everything growing. Everything green,
0: exactly, right? But yeah, you can see. Here's some of the different designs. It's actually kind of interesting to see, but yeah, well, very it's... common. Like just a straight down pole. Gotta
1: step it up next year, Henrik. Oh, I know. These I,
0: <laughs> I'll show mine in a moment. Look, I did this like kind of last Idaho minute.
1: wind style, which is yeah, a, it's a little different. You have to uh, use what what's available, uh, right, uh, in birch your area. My,
0: I mean, birch is kind of the two go. To, unless there's some other uh you know tree that people use maybe regionally in some other areas but't but use is,
1: pine and we're surrounded by pine yes yet.
0: exactly so we had to uh, <laughs> improvise and do a what is it called like a is it a hazelnut tree that's what I thought I it think was so. it's maybe beautiful. it's not anyway uh it's nice as I many works right but uh no, so tons of different types of designs you could do it's not there's no real you know kind of rule or whatever I was even thinking actually breaking uh the cross next year and turning them straight up like that like so we a actually roof. get an algis rune that could be pretty cool actually but you can hang things in them you can do all kinds. some people do ribbons look at this that's a uh, one from 1920 uh and there you can see how distinct it is and here's actually the military um dressing a pole uh maya right the dress look at green. that
1: straight white blonde military
0: yeah it, it <laughs> didn't used to be white in sweden back in the 1920s right now this is the military right that actually is dressing up a, a pole and to celebrate the celebration. But let me go back one there. Look at that. That's 1920s too. Uh, that's almost more like a Christmas tree. You know what I mean? Yeah. In a way. Uh, more so than a cross. So the cross is actually somewhat later. Uh, but uh, it doesn't really matter. You can do whatever you want. Some people do the ribbons, right? There's traditions in uh, Germany, maybe even the Netherlands, where basically t- they basically tie ribbons at the top and as you dance around it, you kind of you dress the whole pole, right? In the different colors and stuff. Again, Floral patterns or whatever like that. This is what nature does right green all the different floral uh, flowers that it that buds at this time and stuff like that. So it's basically a, a old uh, pagan veneration to the principles in nature that things grow. And if we are not part of that going back to when we were kids right. It, it's like we. When we go out and recognize that it's like time to begin, we're participatory in the process. And we kind of, maybe we even believe on some level, or we used to believe that we ate it along, right? If we don't, if we don't go out there and, and, you know, my yard, as I say, then maybe nature won't happen. It won't be a good harvest this year, right? A lot of, sure, a lot of superstitions here, but that's, that's how it was like for, for ancient mm-hmm. man. We don't know how. You know, hell no, how all of this works, right? We just know that it's it's like magic. <laughs> all of a sudden, the shit grows out of the ground. We're dependent on this. this they didn't is tied know if the sun was always going
1: to shine. They didn't know if the food was always going to grow, right?
0: That's just it. And so you have to. It became a, a sacred, you know, ritual mm-hmm. of sort, right? To to uh, tag along in this, essentially. Uh, what else can I say about it? Um, I think that's about the maypole there, whether the different names for it. They they. It's kind of weird, right? The Nordic Museum had a, had a paragraph here. They say, the midsummer Pole probably came to Sweden from Germany during the Middle Ages. We find the earliest depictions in, and those are the ones I showed there, Eric Dahlberg's Suecia Antiqua, published successively during the late 17th century. The midsummer or May Pole was probably used by uh, deacons, uh, students of the time, and farmhands who went around small towns and villages singing May while begging for food and money. Interesting. The picture from Skåra shows a maypole with the rings strung of the pole itself. Probably quite um, common for this time, but in fact for a long time there was a great variation in the appearance of the Midsummer Pole. And it was only during the first half of the 19th century that it took the appearance that we see mostly today. A pole with a crossbar adorned with two leafy rings, but there are still variations in different parts of Sweden. The continent, the maples are on the continent. The maples are often seen earlier in the year than in Sweden. In Germany, the wreaths do not hang from a crossbar, but instead around the pole itself, uh, as the design we showed earlier, kind of think. Uh, but I kind of like that. No. Yeah, right. er,
1: yeah. well, two things I want to say. I mean, obviously, this is a tradition that's celebrated in many European countries, right? Yeah. But why, why do they call it midsummer when it's not midsummer? <laughs> right.
0: Well, this is just, it, this is kind of like... Um, uh, you left on as well, right? It uh, it takes... No, that's always on the 24th. Okay, that was a bad example. This is... It's, I think it's essentially related to the fact that Swedes want to get drunk, and you, so you can't just have this on a Wednesday. <laughs> you know, it's a, the summer solstice is here. Well, it was on a Wednesday, but it's always the closest Friday to the summer solstice, right? So midsummer is... Midsummer is technically, was yesterday, on Wednesday, the 21st of June. That's that's when the summer solstice is. Yeah, su- but why, did they, why saying is.
1: midsummer, all these people have been asking me this. sounds like it's the middle of summer when technically it's the start of summer.
0: Well, if you look at it from the point of view of the sun, right, that is the height, the peak. As I said, it's, the, it's northernmost position that it will be, and then it starts going back from there. So, yes, you have probably warmer temperatures even in July and August, but you have a delay, essentially. right? So, the, the sun travels across the sky, it goes all the way around around um uh, and and then it goes starts going back, or all the way around it starts getting higher and higher and then eventually it starts going back again so eventually essentially now we have peaked right the sun has peaked we're in the middle of how uh you know, the, the, Well, uh, that the tallest point, but that's the mi- middle point of, of summer, because now it starts going back yes, again. Yes, the longest. But you get a The delay. longest
1: day of the yeah, year, right?
0: Yeah, uh, but you get a kind of a delay in the temperature differences, kind of thing. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so that's that's the closest I would say, right? Yeah, I even had, did I not bring them all soon? Uh That's too bad. Gertrusker says, yeah, Happy
1: Summer Solstice. It's a beautiful European high festival. It depicts the beauty of our people, good midsummer.
0: Yeah. Um, let me play this one. This is actually just Swedish, but there's a this I think it's a some Swedes that are in America, but they could travel back home to celebrate. It's mm-hmm. not subtitled or anything, but we could play a little bit. It's just a minute long. It's from SVT.
1: We are a midsummer clan, and we are all the bushes and things
2: that all have clipped. Oh yeah, I'm on midsummer. What do you do on midsummer? We dress midsummer in midsummer
0: pole, in the do a bunch of fun stuff. Leap. You can swim, you can play.
2: We do have a camping in your snow. Och so
0: They are camping.
2: Var bor ni USA. min mamma är från Sverige, så vi är här och
0: Her mom's from Sweden. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're visiting.
1: Understood
2: that, Vi i år av förklarliga skäl. Vad tänker du om det? Man får
0: göra det bästa allting, helt we have to adapt to so the situation. Man,
2: man kan göra det are,
0: bara a camping site. Sen so so. right. <laughs>
1: Man måste inte ha så många gäster.
0: All right. the, the little flavor of how it looks. Right? All right, there you go. Good stuff. <laughs> Little kids stuff for you too, right? Uh, but yeah, no. So, so obviously, uh, summer solstice, right? Very important uh, point for Europeans. Man, is there a lot of megalithic sites all along, scattered all throughout Europe. I mean, there are other parts of the world too, of course. Uh, but that line up. This is some pictures here from Oles Stenar, which is down in the south. Remember that one? We were there. Oh yeah, Ustod beautiful place but uh there are basically this is just a huge sun calendar there's a author I actually had him on the show many many years ago called Bob Lind Bob G. Lind uh, and he did kind of the the work on on detailing that that the whole thing was basically like a, a calendar <laughs> you know kind of like there's orkney uh there's play, the uh, brittany uh, Karnak, right there's just endless mm-hmm. amount of these stones everywhere and maybe not all of them are you know calendar systems or something like that but many of them are and they're lined up perfectly along the summer solstice. obviously you have new grange ireland right tons of these locations all over the all over the european continent yeah yeah so it's uh it's cool it's uh, it's good stuff
1: yeah i like to remind people too that I haven't been to the nordic countries in the winter <laughs> how how dark it is right so then they really appreciate when the sun returns and then you have the like russia has the the midnight sun right uh the white nights um and you have a, a version of that obviously up in sweden too where the sun just kind of goes down and then goes goes back up mm-hmm. again yep. and the high northern places it, it basically doesn't seem like it goes all the way down it just it well, stays it,
0: light it does right then it actually, here's the footage she should have imported that earlier Uh, Here's some footage right the midnight Sun uh, This is in the Arctic and as you can see it doesn't even like go down below the horizon It just kind of brushes up against it Uh, And so of course this made it very easy You know I think for the for for the people alive at the time to see where kind of at what time in the year the Sun uh, You know peaks, so to speak of like how far down it comes you can you can just you know pick a pick a spot on the horizon essentially a mountain chain, or whatever, and you can see, like you know, that the sun is either getting closer or further away from that, depending on what time of year uh, you're looking at it. Here's another shot from Sommarøy, I think it is, in Tromsø, Norway. Uh, beautiful time of year. I mean, I, I just I love the love the midnight sun, the endless nights. It barely gets dark where I lived, kind of around the Gothenburg area. That you get maybe like an hour and a half of darkness around this time of year. But after that point, uh, it uh, gets uh, light again.
1: I remember needing the blackout curtains (laughs) if you wanted to sleep (laughs) in. I'm used to
0: that. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, you like that anyway. But yeah, yeah, I
1: experienced, obviously, uh, in Sweden with you, and then I also experienced it in Russia.
0: Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah, that's right. And of course, a lot of the uh, people that hang out at Stonehenge, you know, during the summer solstice as well. And and, and yes, the a,
1: pagans. Yeah, yes, there's some yes. cringe
0: Wiccan elements here too, which I don't, you know, don't like, you know, particularly. But uh, but it is what it is. Uh, that's what they do. But uh, no, we like to, we, we want to go back. Of course, we shouldn't forget either the um, in Ukraine, uh, Russia, other Eastern European countries. They have their own version of this as well. Usually, huge bonfires. Uh, right, well, this that's from, a uh, big
1: fire right there.
0: That's a big fire. This is from Ukraine, uh, Pil, Pilpets, I think it is. It's a village uh, in Ukraine. This footage here, uh, good stuff. This will yeah, be, lots uh, of bonfires this happening. This is what we Friday. used to do. Yes, exactly. All right, I I'm, love it. I think that's I think that's what I got on that front. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, is that good enough? <laughs> I think so.
1: I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to Friday.
0: Yes. Uh, are you fun. gonna? Oh show yeah, what that's you were right. working okay. on? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I forgot. See, I'm, I'm all, I'm all uh, strung out here. Uh, here is where we're gonna celebrate. So I actually hang a Viking banner at the top of that, right? The Raven, the black and red banner, the Viking banner, classic. Uh, but of course, you can hang a flag there too of your nation. Maybe it's a Swedish one or an American one, wherever you're, wherever you are. Uh, but yes, I did manage to. Get it raised up, and as I said, I went with the standard kind of cross design. I'm going to do two uh, garlands or wreaths, rings, hang on the sides as well. But next year I'll probably just break those and do them straight up, and do like an algis rune or something like that. That should be. That should cool, be good. you know. I just it's did this on the fly. You
1: know, Idaho style.
0: One, uh, like yeah, one uh, aspect that's hard is that I'm used to just like layers of nice, rich, deep mud that you can just you just dig a hole and you just put down the pole. There's so much rock here. So it's like kind of Lots hard of to rock. see like is it going to stand what what's happening you know kind of thing so i had to like rush and hurry make sure that it's done for well, the why it's but...
1: uh, expensive to put in a well depending where you're at in northern <laughs> idaho yeah. they have to go deep in some places but yeah. it's, uh before you buy land you want to check that
0: it's it's rocky around these parts yeah. for sure yep all right no cool. i think that's it so that's uh, that's what we're doing tomorrow no schnapps though but
1: you're not a big drinker so
0: <laughs> no nah, i mean it could it's more for Posterity is that the term? <laughs> it's more for for n- nostalgia, maybe if anything. Yeah, I mean, and obviously, I mean, we would do. Uh, we should mention that too. But yes, herring is a classic for Swedes. Potatoes, those good uh, little potatoes, yellow potatoes. Strawberries. Soured milk is that we call it? Fil. No, a uh, gerdfil. What is, what is that again? Is that the? No, not sourd milk. That's a wrong term. I forget. I guess sour cream. Close ex, closer yeah. to sour Creme cream. Yeah,
1: fresh. I think. Yeah,
0: kind of. fresh uh, dill or uh, well, guess That's chives, right? Chives is that what mm-hmm. it, that is? Yeah. Fresh chives. Mm, Except it's stuff.
1: harder to get those really good shrimps. You're always missing those. Yes. The ones that you get uh, up around Norway, Nor- the right? The
0: North Atlantic. They're
1: yep. very tasty little shrimps, yep. for
0: sure. I do miss those shrimp sandwiches. I miss me my, shrim- my shrimps, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All the
1: right. herring? I don't miss that as ah. much.
0: Ah! <laughs> <laughs> herring is a classic you get used to it you Russians ha- eat it you too it. I
1: just never quite you gotta try. have it early that's yeah the thing. we gotta I- have it early because yeah. our kids will eat it yep. and they like it yep. you know I just didn't grow up eating it so that's
0: probably the problem <laughs> <laughs> you know there's a couple of classics like that you gotta, you gotta give them uh, hey by the way uh, check this out I saw this speaking of ancient stuff well preserved 3000-year-old sword found in Germany yeah. Archaeologists from the Bavarian State Office for the Preservation of Monuments have announced the discovery of a well preserved bronze age sword in the town of Nerd check that out Nerdlingen that's a fantastic <laughs> name Bavaria or Bayern Germany most Bronze Age remains around Nerdelingen belong to the Urnfield culture, often divided into several local cultures with a broader Urnfield tradition, which emerged around 1300 BC. The Urnfield culture grew from the preceding Tumulus culture, which is basically like the Aryan invasion, the Yamnaya kind of thing, right? That's the. Uh, Heck, even Highlander shows that, right? The, uh, the Kurgan shows up, uh, and he's, uh, he's the cool base guy. Anyway. Um, I developed advanced metalworking skills in bronze weaponry and armor. I was someone pointed that out to me. Bronze is a very soft, right? It's kind of it's easy to work with. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying you can't kill people, but it's kind of interesting that that's the. the it's not an accident they went to that first, of course, and then they went to uh, iron, and then you know eventually now we have steel, right? But that they would some of them would be. Weak I forget who brought that up, and I don't even know if it's true, right? But like the bronze weapons is, is was obviously not superior in that sense, uh, but it might might have been enough to do the trick anyway. Uh, I got to check. There's some probably some you know, papers or something like that. I got to check that out. Anyway, uh, the sword was found among a deposit of grave goods and weaponry, alongside the remains of a man, woman, and child. Here we go again with the remember the family structure. The Shitlib cultural Marxist uh, Judeo Bolsheviks, <laughs> they say, oh, family is a new, the patriarchy is a recent uh, fascist construct by what Christians or something, right? Isn't that what they say? Yes. yes, uh, yes. And it's like, no, some of the earliest graves that we have shows family units, right? And this is at least among Indo uh, Europeans or Aryans or Yamnaya mixed with hunter gatherer populations, whatever, but at least for them. Uh, that's, that was common, right? Uh, the discovery is extremely rare for this part of Germany, and most burial mounds have long been looted during antiquity or opened during the 19th century. Which is like that. Can you imagine? Can you mm-hmm. imagine at the time? Like it's all uh,
1: the amazing stuff.
0: It's like the year is 1352. You're in Germany. It's like technically the Dark Ages, right? And uh, or maybe is that technically later Renaissance? With, with the with Renaissance, anyway. It doesn't matter. You get my Not right. yet. There's no, there's no major, there's no government, not that that's better, but like a system in place. like, uh ah, you can't rob this grave field. You know what I mean? It's completely, essentially completely lawless, uh, you know, unless you're like inside the castle walls or something like that. But uh, can you imagine how many of these? Burial mounds and tumulus and things like that that have been robbed over mm-hmm. the years. And yeah, what, yeah, that, people and what just that was
1: quietly holding these things because I know they'd be uh, snatched and put in a museum.
0: Yeah, or even worse. That, well, I mean, not in the 1300s, they wouldn't, no. right? They would be, they, they just took it for themselves. Maybe they melted it down. Can you imagine how much of that has been actually destroyed over time? Mm-hmm but we're still finding stuff that's what's remarkable about it right um still farmers are tripping over stuff they're plowing their field and boom whoops look at that is a gold you know largest gold find in uh, 200 years the sword is similar to the bronze d type Rixheim sword in that it uses a solid hilt made by overlay uh, overlay casting of the handle over the blade although the sword type has been described as octagonal doesn't that look? That looks like an elven, like in the Lord of the Rings yeah, or so something, like an elven blade, right? The hilt is ordinately decorated, while the blade—I'll have that in picture a little bit more. The blade shows no indication of impact marks. See that? that okay, th- these are obviously made maybe for a very high position, high status—you know, um, probably male, right? Um, a king or a chieftain or something like that, but many of them were not used. Kind of like many Viking boats that were built specifically to put into these kind of tumulus uh, or burial mounds. In some regards, they 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 built the most. I mean, look at the Osterberg ship in Norway, for example. Right? They, as far as I know, was never sailed, but they built the most ex- extraordinary thing. Even the wagon that was included as well might have actually been made just for the purposes of that burial. Uh, and, and it's amazing that we can actually still, you know dig that out of the ground or at least the outlines of it it's common that the wood might have decomposed but the rivets are still in place so they can scan it and then do like a 3d rendering of how it actually looked you know mm-hmm. things like that but the wagon and that, that famous osberg uh, wagon that's still that one they you know they restored they did a, a version of it uh, but that one i think they actually took out of the ground anyway it says here this suggests that the sword had a ceremonial function or was a symbol of high status. However, according to the researchers, it would been, uh, have, have served as an effective weapon at the center of gravity, as the center of gravity on the front part of the blade indicates that it would be used predominantly for slashing. Uh, Matthias Feifel or feel rather, head of the Bavarian State Office for the Preservation of Monuments said, the sword and the burial still have to be examined so that our archaeologists can classify this found more precisely. But it can already be said the condition is exceptional. A find like this is very rare. Whether the sword was locally crafted or was imported is currently being investigated. There are three main distribution centers during the Bronze Age for octagonal swords of this type. One is in southern Germany, the others is in northern Germany and Denmark. A comparison of the casting techniques and the decorations show that some of the octagonal swords in the north are apparently replicas of South German forms, while other pieces would be genuine imports or the product of wandering craftsmen. Anyway, there it is again. Cool stuff, right? Yep. All right. Henrik Nerdin out on the sword. <laughs> am I, being too, am no, I going too slow my... here? <laughs> hey, I gotta enjoy something here, come on.
1: <laughs> no, let's go straight to the migrant rape games to, right, right now. exactly. Because okay? oh, it go, is yeah. summertime after all, you know, so I saw there's a bunch of chimp outs happening at the pools all over Europe. I mean, yes. are we surprised?
0: mm no. Yeah, what is, summer? It? what is it, water parks? What is it, water yeah, parks? Yeah,
1: blacks love those. And uh, I won't share water with those people.
0: Hey, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> hey, by the no, way, not uh, going to do it. There's a big, uh, huge theme park in Germany called, I think it's called Europark or Europark or something like that. Euro, Euro, not European park, Europark, I think it is. Uh, they had a massive fire just here a few days ago. I actually, st- I didn't follow up on what happened, but um, uh, a lot of things. You know, Sometimes they set uh, fires. There's actually hostile people in our countries that are like intentionally doing like arsons and stuff. Even like the woods are burnt down, but in some cases it's cultural. You know, churches are burnt down. There's other things that are older that's that's being burnt down. Uh, But anyway, should we do the uh, the Hungary piece here maybe?
1: Let's do it, except I want to get... uh, Patton was right. Thank you. Keep up the good work, folks. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, Hungary and Poland are uh, disappointing. But uh, as we said, they were what? 10 20 years behind yeah I mean, right they usually are i mean even my russian friends say that about russia like it they're they're 20 years behind but they'll catch up to a lot of this globo homo
0: bullshit communism mm. retarded them yeah, that's basically what it is and they're not just it takes a little bit longer are you saying to, communism to was good henrik um yeah because it's a base secretly based because it did this look it didn't come to these I've regions heard, I've heard I've people just, say the that. most dumb argument <laughs> yes. i've ever heard
1: it's so base that they murdered all these uh, Europeans. Yes,
0: it's very based. Judeo-Bolshevism is super based <laughs> and uh, and very pro-white. Uh, all right, anyway, uh, it's a some black pill here. Uh, Hungary have, of course, for a while been very good on the migration question. We covered a thing in the latest Western Warrior, over at RedIceMembers.com, where they're now beginning to be kind of cracks in the Hungarian migration policy. Not for this reason, we'll get to this story in a That's second. That's how they but
1: do it, they chisel, they chisel th- their way It's,
0: it's the, the liberal, the capitalist, we gotta make our money, Right? we gotta make the money, come on. Uh, corporations are basically putting pressure on Hungary, saying we have to have more workers, we're running out of workers, and people from, you know, Ukraine and other neighboring uh, Eastern European countries are they're running out was the argument. So now we have to open the borders and give special um, kind of a, a special set of rules for people from other parts of the world so they can come as as what do you call migrant workers, right? That's what they want. Uh, if they're going to do it, I'm not sure, but those cracks are beginning to appear, and that comes unfortunately in conjunction with this story uh, that talks about how the uh, EU court now the top EU court. Have basically ruled uh, and said that Hungary's migration policy is illegal. <laughs> you can't do that. Right? And then you begin to wonder like, why are they even part of yes, the EU at this point?
1: Yes. Just at, at, get out. So like, at the same time, you don't have I, any sovereignty? You I, can't I, say what happens in your
0: country? I think they should jump ship, but at the same time, Could it be that some, they still are thinking this, well, we we can do as much as we can for as long as possible to try to remain sovereign in spite of all the EU, you know, kind of top down decision makings, because that's a layer above the national, you know, uh, laws and stuff like that. Right. EU law supersedes in most cases. There's lawsuit about this back and forth, but that's how they wanted it. And that's how it is for the most part. The EU comes in and says, nah, oh, yeah, you got to do this. And then nations are forced to do it, which is dumb. But I'm saying if. Hungary were not part of the EU Maybe they would have had like crippling sanctions against them at this point just because they're not joining global homo as quickly Right. Is that possible? So they thinking like at least we're part of the EU They can ju- they can't do exactly what they want against us uh, They will anyway and eventually they will break you down, but at least that might have bought them time Is fight, that damn the thinking? I,
1: I, yeah, I, I don't know but yeah. you gotta try you gotta put your foot down Otherwise, <laughs> it's just gonna get worse.
0: Yep. Uh, judge ruled that Viktor Orban's plans to push asylum applications to Serbia and Ukraine are a breach of EU law. So it's not it's not only that they're like, oh, no, oh, they don't take asylum seekers, you know, or they they don't process them. That's illegal. No, no it's not even that. It's about the fact that Hungary have said, you know what, let's process them outside of the country, right? Even Sweden has had the this topic surfaced a few times, which is still it, look, it's it's a one step in the right direction. Meaning you don't have to bring these people to your country and then you process their uh, application. Obviously, we shouldn't process any applications. We're full. We don't care. If it, maybe if, you know from other European countries, yes, that's okay. Either it's for work or some people marry or whatever it is. That's fine. Well, that's not asylum anyway. But you know what I mean. Like the, those yeah, kinds of immigration. policies. every poor
1: non-white person in the world is an asylum seeker, so it
0: never ends. It never ends. Just say, say, no, you know, we have to have it's, as much as it sucks operating in the political system. We still have to continue to try to push people, candidates or politicians to 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 stop these things. Right. If we're part of the UN's compact for uh, migration or the, the migration compact, we need to pass laws that nullify those things. a so we're, we're no, we're down. We're going to pay. We're not doing that anymore. Haha, We're out kind of thing. But anyway, we'll see what happens here with the with Hungary. but. It says, let me read a little bit so we get some background here. The EU's top court has once again reprimanded Hungary over its migration policy. The European Court of Justice, more like injustice, am I right? Uh, ruled Thursday that Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban's push to outsource asylum applications to the Hungarian embassies in Belgrade and Kiev is not good enough. You can't, you can't do that. That's a breach of EU law. Can you imagine this shit? The law which effectively limited migrant flows yes, to Hungary. I do requires four nationals to submit a pre asylum application to the country's mission to Serbia or Ukraine before applying for international protection in Hungary. And I think that they hadn't taken in that many anyway. You can process it, but the the restrictions or the, the just deny applications should be really hard. You know what I mean yeah just denied. It means asylum candidates already present present in Hungary must travel abroad <laughs> to file the request. Why does but why does um Serbia or Ukraine agreed to this, though. Isn't that interesting, too? Uh, Hungary says certain people, such as Ukrainians fleeing Russian invasion, are exempt. Good, right? So they're helping Ukrainians. That's good. Uh, But no, the, the, the ruling on Thursday, EU judges wrote that the law amounts to a disproportionate interference with the right of those persons to make an application for international protection upon their arrival at a Hungarian border. It's like, what? Their rights supersede our security. Isn't that that incredible? Mm
1: -hmm. Yep. Uh, Wasp TV says their greed is insatiable. Wasp TV also says more workers, less wages, and less of our civilization remains to inspire work, too. And it's always this, we need workers, we need workers. Well, why must it always be from non-European countries? Because I know there's a lot of white Americans that would love to go live in Hungary easily and go help uh, the workforce there. You notice how these migrants and asylum seekers, they're never European people (laughs) ever.
0: very rarely. Well, why does the European worker have to be rake over the coals? As you say, why? Why can't they be in a position where they can have higher uh, leverage and instead internally in the country, the the positions that these companies are so desperate to uh, to fulfill or fill instead then would go to somebody internal in the country, right? You might not get them right away. And yes, someone might have to educate them a little, a little bit to, not, to get a certain position that's needed. But can you imagine the salaries that corporations would be willing to offer those people? Yes. Right, That's how it works. That's the incentive. Oh, look at this. It's all these positions. Now, all these companies are hiring engineers or whatever. Okay, they, it takes a few years, but the you know, Hungarians then educate themselves or younger ones in that field, and then they have a good paying job in their country. So it's fine. No, it's this instant capitalist gratification. Mm. Boom, now, immediately.
1: And then I love it how it's like, oh, we need workers, but we're going to import people uh, who don't work and from countries where they're, like, lazy asses. (laughs) You know, like...
0: Import the workers that go on the dole right away. Makes (laughs) makes total sense. It's
1: all a fucking scam, you know? And then now we have Poland, if we want to talk about that. Yes. They want to make... Easier entry for Poland, uh, yeah, for immigrants from over 20 countries to come into Poland. Now this Yimby Poland is like uh, he's pro. He thinks this is awesome, right? Poland will simplify immigration for citizens of Ukraine. All right, Saudi. Why do Saudis need to be there? Iran, Qatar, Kuwait, Turk. Like
0: that's wealthy Arab nations. They import
1: in their own workers already. Like. United Arab Emirates, Armenia, Georgia, Pakistan, India, Thailand, Kazakhstan, Vietnam, Nigeria. I mean, what the hell? You don't need workers from, uh, you know, Vietnam and, and Nigeria. They don't even work in Nigeria. Who's
0: going to pick the berries, Lana?
1: I mean, this is absurd. Over you know, 4,000 Four hundred thousand a year—that's
0: that's, that's a lot. This is that's suicide. A shit ton. Yeah,
1: everyone's like, "Well, okay, welcome the rape gangs," because that's always what happens, right?
0: So We—I we, mean—and it's not obviously. We're not, I'm not gleefully, ha ha. I was right. I'm, I I, 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 I no, take no awful. pleasure in this and this but, uh, I said, but we said this many years ago we said they will do this eventually as well they will they will be p- submitting to pressure or the wrong people will be put into place in political positions or lobby positions in these eastern european countries and they're going to start opening their borders too we said it scroll yeah.
1: down this yimbi poland so you can see this tweet he in response he said, wow what an insufferable amount of racists quote tweeting this with their disappointment in base poland uh because they're bringing in more brown people and then he even like was saying that oh you're afraid of brown people it's like uh, dude, yes we
0: don't want them in our country it's not
1: it's not being afraid we're like disgusted and shocking it's shocking and uh, appalling what's happening to our countries after mass immigration open your eyes EMB Poland look at what's happened in Germany Sweden uh, uh, name pick a white country is it better since we're importing in these uh, brown cuddly teddy teddy bears Yes, no, it's uh, not.
0: It's it's definitely much better. Who, who who wouldn't want to have more? It.
1: It's not afraid. We just don't want them. We don't well, need I'm, them, I'm, and we don't want I'm them.
0: I'm saying like, this, yes, I'm afraid of losing our civilization and our people, and that's what's going to happen, right? Look at what, we'll play it again, but look at what happened in Bordeaux, France, right? We didn't even play this one in any of the shows yet. Like, this is a daily occurrence in most of our uh, countries now. It's There's always a case like this some lunatic unhinged. madman unhinged African or Middle Easterner or is an Arab or something uh, they go in a violent spree right look at this
1: yeah woman and a need. little
0: girl look at this
1: we don't need these people we Deport don't want them. Him we immediately. don't immediately
0: like or do, better better still make an example out of him in minecraft of course uh you know do test a new modification in Minecraft. one that uh, I don't know I don't know pay, catapult maybe something like that um
6: this crime
1: is, is gonna go up. Of course. And then also it's just like uh, what was it Germany they were importing in with it Nigerians too. It's like what skills can Nigerians <laughs> possibly offer you?
0: Uh I don't know. It's it's it's, it's a it's a mystery. And some right? of these
1: other countries as well. And it's just uh, the sheer ignorance of this guy posting this. Oh, you are just racist who are afraid of these brown people. Have you not and then his comments are just hammering him like, have you not been to London lately? Have you not been to Germany lately? Have you not like been to Ireland? All these places. Nope. we We see what happens when you import in the third world and the so-called workers because, you know, it's not going to be workers. But what the hell? They list. Yes, yeah, Saudi and, and Qatar and Kuwait, United Arab Emirates. These are rich countries. They need workers in their own countries. What are we doing, importing well, those the sh- people into Poland?
0: Because then those people, remember, they brought it. They bring in from like India or uh, what are the? What was the common? What was the main demographic that like Saudi Arabia are expanding with all their you know lunatic building projects with their uh, yeah uh, oil money, right? Uh, Qatar maybe more so, but yeah, it was like. Philippines and you know what was it else? There were some of those countries like Southeast Asian or something like that. I forget what it was. But it's this sh- even Sri Lanka, India. I think in some regards, right? But it's this major shuffle. That's what they want. Global homo It's and like, you know- hey, you go over there. You go here. Poles go to the UK. Then U- UK people they go to Spain or or even. Uh, uh, you know, South America or something. And then South Americans go to North America, USA and Canada. And then those people, they can flee to China and work over there. And <sighs> everything is just like, you know, blended out. Yeah. Mixed and, out. and here
1: you have like Pakistan and India are on this list. So you know what's going to happen? Like millions of Indians and Pakistanis, because there's millions and millions of them, there's a billion in India. They're all yeah. going to try and get into Poland. Oh, you need workers on there. And then next thing you know, you know, if you've got a, um, uh, what's his name? Humza Yusuf running for the, first minister and saying Poland is too white and we need to import more people like me. It's disgustingly white here.
0: hmm Yeah. Yeah, so it's about 37.75 million people. That's in yeah, it's okay, twenty twenty-one. Uh in Poland.
1: It's an ethno state. It's so a Polish You know, ethno-state. let's say
0: this yeah, 40, 40 million. What is that then? Is that one percent? Am I getting the math right? Well <laughs> it's it, the point is isn't the us like importing legally like a million yes, migrants a, a year a city a year and, and that you know, doesn't
1: even include the not illegals. that that's any
0: better I mean, to make the comparison i mean the us is and we've a big seen country what but it's like done. 350 million people right but they import like a million people each year that's half of that, almost half of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? That's, that's, that's insane a with lot. a country of 10 times less people in Poland. And all the countries the that
1: they're bringing people in from a lot of these non-white countries with their work visas, they are super strict. Like yeah. Saudi, remember I did when they attacked me in the the Saudi paper calling me the poster girl of white supremacy because I basically wanted policy that the Saudis have? Yeah. Remember, and they are hardcore in those countries. They they'll like follow you and they will kick you out when your work oh, visa yeah. is done and you they make it really clear you are not one of us. Like they That's are right. they are second class citizens in these other countries when they go there to work.
0: Yes. I mean hell, there's slavery in some countries too. You? you can buy <laughs> yeah. you can buy slaves in Libya right now. Do you see any major kvetching about this? No way. The only kvetching is about how Europe is not taking in more migrants and oh oy vey, there's a nationalist parties getting voted into power in some european countries or at least getting close to it and that's that's virtually a holocaust you know think about the six trillion will you for god's sakes let them in all of them
1: it's it's yeah watch and see what happens but notice how it's like one by one each white country getting hammered with the same bullshit same propaganda we need workers okay well then Fuck your capitalism! Well, shut
0: that, it down. That's it, obviously that's it, and that's why neoliberal. But again, you have you have these people. You know, with, remember the lady in the middle there, Yvette Cooper. She's the one who uh, mentioned Red Eyes by name in the Scottish Parliament. That's right. That? How do I get you to take it down? <laughs> remember that. <laughs> And then of course like a year later we were banned from, from And then YouTube. the
1: first minister is bitching about me in Scotland. I Isn't love that it. funny? Yeah. <laughs>
0: and and ironically as I said I'm probably
1: banned from there now. I, I should try and get it. <laughs> yeah,
0: I should try. Ironically, as I said in one of the videos recently, if people like us would still have been on these platforms, maybe and it's not that it's not like oh it's over because we're not on YouTube. But I'm saying there's a delay, right? I mean, it takes a little time for Rumble to build up and BitChute and Odyssey, and you know, it's a it's a it's a little, they slow us down a little bit. That's what they managed to do with all the censoring and banning. They cannot stop us. It's impossible. And I'm not just mean us Red Eyes. I mean everybody speaking about these things. Like the trends go are going in our direction. So we're doing fine. It's gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna fix this, right? But ironically, if we Still, were out there on the major platforms, warning people. Maybe, maybe the kids in Nottingham wouldn't have been stabbed today. De- maybe they would have the know-how that they like. Eh, they know, like, they know to never relax, maybe, or something like that, right? I'm saying these people with the refugees welcome signs are the ones that not only have brought in the hostile forces into our countries; they're also the one through the censorship that is disallowing our fellow folk in Europe, in European countries. To to become aware of what it is that's really happening out there, which in many cases are partially at least what leads to the the murder of, of a lot, yes. lot of our people. We don't, you know, most people are just not savvy to this. They don't understand They don't, you know, they think everything is great. It's no, it's fine. It's the it's same country as when I grew up. You know, whatever twenty years it's ago, not. however old these these kids are now, right? Uh, out there being being well, there's old. Every, I'm not saying just kids die, but I'm saying at least kids would have the chance to like hey, look, you got to watch out out there. You know what I mean? That's what we need. Information distribution networks help to warn our fellow Europeans. Watch out because, like, it's not the same countries anymore. It's unsafe. So, yeah, refugees welcome, ban and censor everybody that keeps talking about how it's not good. Uh, diversity is, is, is beginning to mean a death, actually. Um, and we'll, we'll get to the next story that kind of actually <laughs> underlines that from a completely different perspective, right? Uh, but we'll get to it. Uh, check this one out, just a, a quick other mention here. France, hundreds of fighting aliens camp out at the Palace Royal Square. Uh, they're being assisted, these migrants, by liberal activists, <sighs> and they're demanding free taxpayer funded housing.
1: Oh, they're workers. They're these are the workers. These are your workers
0: right here. Look at this. And
1: take care of your old people.
0: Like even tents.
1: All these young black men. Yeah, they're working hard. Yep. Working hard, begging for handouts.
0: Totally working.
1: It's the same every time. It's the same.
0: And there's the white wing. Look at that. The Africans. And then the French women. That was a one white guy there, but there you go. Yep. It's going to be so much better, folks. This is just it's just we're being enriched. At the at, at at every at every turn, right? Uh, Italy, the situation in Italy is out of control. In the last twenty-four hours, it's been for a while. It yes, has been, twenty-two boats have arrived with one thousand four hundred illegal immigrants, only men. Stop the invasion! Save Europe!
1: Just don't feed their ass, and then they have to go home. Say, we're not giving you food. We're not giving you a house. We're not giving you jack.
0: Here's that. Go home. Look at that. That's the face of like I'm I'm. I'm uh, going to be. Got a made. Hey, I'm coming to be suppressed by white supremacists. That's, right. That's the face of that, of that. Give me
1: the food. Give me the money. Give me the girls. I'm here now.
0: I've arrived. I'm brown and I'm awesome. Where's the white women's at? Ugh. <sighs> uh, Anyway, we don't have to play. I get
1: triggered when I just see a sea of them. Like, well, yeah, I don't of give course. A shit if there's one nice guy there, you have to go back.
0: Well, remember Australia for a while? They had a policy of actually just blowing up boats, and it's basically <laughs> yeah, because like you're back. not welcome to that's, our island.
1: That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> yep. That that's it. There, just there, takes that illegal. message, and then people stop coming. That's
0: just it. You, that's a, that's all they're going to gonna put respond your foot to. Down hard and say no. You're not doing that now. It's as com- intensely, obviously, by design. Weakened response. We're like, oh well, oh we we got to help the migrants. Remember the, was that Spain? Maybe that was in Cueta or something like that. Let me see if I can find it. Again, if it um,
1: imagine if it was boatloads of young white guys, yeah,
0: pouring this. into uh, you know some.
1: <laughs> they would be going.
0: <sighs> yeah, they would they would kill people, right? They yes. would kill the whites yes. that were illegally crossing. Let me see. Here's
1: NATO would be there like immediately.
0: Let me see if this is one of them. Is this one of them? Remember that uh, girl who's, like, hugging the African that just arrived? Yes. Remember that?
1: I remember the stories of some of those who got one. raped, and they were still like, don't blame the migrants. Not their fault. They just they just don't know oh, that raping is wrong yet.
0: Yeah, it's not they don't bear a responsibility because they don't know Western standards. Here, In here their go, right?
1: culture, yeah, look at this. Remember this? And he's like, "This is crying, he's like, you know, this yeah. is so easy. I'm yep. so gonna hustle my it's, way.
0: It's so easy."
1: <laughs> and like, she's even like, "Okay, get off me now." Get yeah, like, it's a
0: caressing, like it's a, it's a, like, look at this, oh the feeding. God. Like, a, where's your sippy cup? Where's your bottle? When you <sighs> bottle little baby, mm. oh, this woman needs to go and have children. That's what she needs to do. Instead of stop, you know, stop yeah, with this silly behavior. You know
1: what her children are gonna look like.
0: They're gonna be mulattoes. They'll be They'll be beautiful. The refugees welcome, am I right? Isn't that what it's uh, isn't that what it's all about? So we can get a little bit well really at the end of the day, what we need is kind of like we just need a little bit more of this. That's this is what we need more of right here.
1: Look, and it's like he was coming after them because the mom was like, Oh, look at that. Look out for the unhinged black guy. Get back in, honey. You yep. know, and then he's like upset about that. So he goes and beats him up. Look at this poor little girl. Imagine yep. if that was your daughter, Henrik.
0: I he would it would be dead. Yes. There's there's no most other way about of it. the
1: men, yep. most of the white fathers watching, if this was your wife and your kid, I know exactly what you would want to do to this guy. Mm-hmm. Because that's the normal, healthy, natural response.
0: It's a human response because human
1: response.
0: That which you love, which is being murdered or violently attacked, that you hate. And you hate because Course. that's a human Emotion that you use for being motivated to protect what you love. And then in the future, that
1: little girl is always going to be watching her back when she sees a guy that looks like that. I hope so. Behind her, right? And then, oh, well, you're racist. Well, what about her lived experience? That's right. Yeah. All right. One day. Mm -hmm. One day. Only so much.
0: All right. Should we do the the submersible here a little bit? Yeah. Okay the titanic
1: is taking the more rich, more rich people down Uh
0: uh-huh keeps uh, titanic keeps killing uh, billionaires (laughs) uh i thought we could just play a little bit of the bbc just i mean i think most people know know about it and maybe you're caught up to speed even but again it's the interpretation here which is that the (laughs) which is which is again uh, goes to emphasize that we our, our worldview is correct and it's and it's insane to to uh prioritize diversity over, uh, well, physics, I guess, or function or knowledge ability. Anyway, here's a little bit of the backstory here from BBC. Let's play a couple of minutes of this here.
5: But we start with that huge search, the race to save five people who are on board a submersible that has gone missing in the North Atlantic, close to the wreck of the Titanic. Earlier, the US Coast Guard said that the vessel may only have 40 hours of breathable air left for the five people on board. Well, ships and planes are scouring the ocean around 640 kilometers off the coast of Newfoundland in Canada. The search area is as large as the U.S. state of Connecticut. Officials say an underwater search vessel has now been launched. Well, the Titanic, which sank in 1912, lies nearly 4,000 meters below the surface. On Sunday, all contact with it was lost with the sub uh, about an hour and 45 minutes into its dive. Our correspondent Jessica Parker has this report on the daunting task that is now facing rescuers.
7: These are the last known photos of the Titan submersible. They were taken on Sunday morning just before it began its descent. An hour and 45 minutes later, contact was lost. It's a five-man capsule that people crawl into. This was filmed by the BBC last year. It shows people being bolted in from the outside. The sub then plunges into the ocean's depths. Those on board are believed to be the British billionaire Hamish Harding, British businessman Shahazada Daoud and his ah, son, British, yes. French explorer <laughs> Paul-Henri yes. Najolet, and this man, Stockton That's Rush, the chief executive of the expedition right, so company Ocean Gate.
2: It's basically a Sony PlayStation-style controller. Here he
7: is in a 2022 <laughs> CBS documentary, it's not a video game. showing how the vessel
2: was operating.
0: That's a big joke of all of this. Of course, it's like he cut corners. There's been t- endless amounts of warning <gasps> about like you shouldn't do this. They even have an interview with the guy later on. We don't have time to watch that now, but he basically says, God. "We knew." You know, he said the the underwater community, I think you call it, uh, is a very small one. And they said we have, we're, we've been amazed that you know this hasn't happened sooner. We were kind of just it was just a disaster waiting to happen, essentially. Yeah, they made uh, two
1: previous trips before, mm-hmm. right? Before this uh, June 18th,
0: down to that? did it actually reach? Yeah, Oceania Expedition
1: said began offering trips to the Titanic wreckage in 2021. Only made two previous trips before.
0: Okay, so All I right. guess
1: that's a little uh, joystick word. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there
0: was a that little. The a PlayStation wide, it's remote that
1: control, unbelievable! Tiny bit of
0: solder right there, you know that you oh. have right for the to, to to you know activate right propeller or whatever they have in there. That oh failed, and you're done.
7: Rated via a games console. Right. While construction, now, th-
0: that wasn't
4: what happened. We'll, we'll get to what actually happened here. were used for ballast. This is an experimental sub. People are informed that it's very dangerous down there.
7: Questions about the safety of the sub are now. Sounds like uh, an an adult
0: version of Ben Shapiro, didn't it?
7: Simply on trying to find the vessel. One Coast Guard official I've been speaking to described the search as like looking for a needle in a haystack.
6: The area that we search is is roughly about the uh, size of uh, Connecticut. Uh, As we continue on with the search, uh, we're expanding our capabilities to be able to search uh, under the water as well.
7: The sub was towed out to sea from Newfoundland before arriving at the wreck site on Sunday. It then began its dive in coordination with a mother ship, the Polar Prince. Once a vessel goes below 1,000 metres, it'll be in darkness, no light. Farther down is the Titanic wreck, 3,800 metres under the North Atlantic. Mike Reese is one of the few people who've made the trip before. He describes reaching the bottom of the ocean.
6: When you touch bottom, you don't really know where you are. And again, the compass immediately stopped working and was just spinning around. And so we had to flail around blindly at the bottom of the ocean, knowing the Titanic was somewhere there, but it is is so pitch dark.
7: In the sea's murkiest reaches, this is what people pay nearly £200,000 to see. Oceangate Expeditions says it's getting help from government agencies and deep sea companies, and it's praying for the crew's safe return. Jessica Parker, BBC News in Boston. Okay,
0: yeah, I think that's good. This is an introduction uh, in terms of what actually happened here, right? So we have an update, right? you want to...? Do you want me to play it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You could play that. Updates. Um, Yeah, there's, uh, let's see, Ocean Gate Titan submersible. Obviously, it was found. It was 1,600 feet away from Titanic in the Atlantic Ocean. The U.S. Coast Guard said all five people are dead, and the bodies are not expected to be recovered. No, of course not, because there was an implosion. We'll show an animation of what that implosion looks like. So there's not going to be any bodies to clean up here.
0: Here we go. Yeah, here's one. Check this out. (laughs) Well, that's that, yep. And we have one more. Uh, yes. What happens if a submarine <laughs> Oops. Loud animation there. Yeah, basically it implodes and explodes in and of itself. Someone said like it, it goes quicker than like, you know, you, you'll you be turned into nothing <laughs> essentially because of the pressure so, in yeah. like a millisecond. So
1: someone asked, are they going to recover the bodies? No, uh, what bodies?
0: nothing left to recover, essentially.
1: Literally nothing.
0: Uh, and so, of course, you know, here's the, here's the, the. The tired old line here that that keeps happening, right? Diversity equals death. Titanic Tour CEO, which is the Stockton guy that uh, we're sitting there with his little PlayStation controller with this thing didn't hire a 50-year-old white uh, didn't hire 50-year-old white guys because they weren't inspirational. Yeah, and
1: the last uh, white guy he fired, he was the safety officer and I believe he called it a, yep. a death trap, right? So, go. well, there you go. He was right. It was a death trap and people died. Now are you going to admit you were wrong?
0: Here's uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> you can't. Uh, Here's Ocean Gate. At least they
1: were white, but even that's not good enough. If they were black, uh, maybe that wouldn't have even made it that far.
0: It's it's the point, though, that it's like, for for whatever reason, you cannot have white men, right? That's the no-no. And so so look at what happened, right? (sighs) These are the women of Ocean Gate. They are submersible pilots, data analysts, business development managers, engineering project managers, marketing aficionados, mothers. Well, maybe they should have stayed home (laughs) then, huh? Foundation presidents, conservationists, explored blah blah blah. They blah, should blah, quit blah, blah. immediately. They're the best. They're and thought leaders, all working together to open the oceans. I think it uh, collapsed in on itself <laughs> when enough of these people rolled around. Two
1: hundred fifty thousand dollars a ticket. Those guys paid.
0: Yeah. yeah. So basically, go they pay two hundred fifty
1: thousand dollars. Go die.
0: woke die right that's yeah. the, that's the slogan you basically you go woke you die <laughs> that's cuz our countries are we're going woke and we're dying and speaking of going woke by the way i saw a good uh, a good meme here that you always have to be reminded about uh, what's actually behind the mask and and it's not that the uh, lgbtq promotion is insincere i think that they're they sincerely want that world view and they sincerely want to use that against us because it, it's a weapon right it's a weapon against us uh, but there's other forces <laughs> behind uh, uh, the, the woke-ism stuff. It's safe for conservatives to say woke, but all of those tenants that's part of woke uh, is part of the same old tired cultural Marxist Judeo-Bolshevik bullshit that we've <laughs> been talking about before. Uh, so that meme, it settles it right there. Let, let, let's keep that mask on. Let's not tell everybody what's actually behind that thing. right? But uh, believe it or not, there's actually a gilling Maxwell connection to Ocean Gate as well. Uh, someone did a thread about this here. But remember, we actually played clips with uh, Ghislaine Maxwell talking in front of the UN. Remember that? And she talked about mm. the preservation of the oceans. She mm-hmm. was like, I forget exactly what position she had. Uh, she was like some ocean preservationist. Well, you know,
1: trafficking young girls that helps uh, save the environment, helps, helps the ocean.
0: Helps the ocean. It's that, you know, what is it, like spinning the, 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 the what what's that called again, like the the lotto or whatever you call it, like the board, like, da, 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 like different things on a wheel. What, uh, let me see, what what charity should you be involved in or, or what environmental yeah. cause is going to be, you know, and the, they pull it down. The oceans. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's do the oceans, everybody. That's a good thing. <laughs> There's a connection between the board of Ocean Gate, which is, which is the Ocean Gate indeed. Uh, which just lost a submersible and Gillain Maxwell. Uh, here's what is this here? On here's Ocean Gate tweeting out this, right? On this International Day of Human Space Flight, we're celebrating NASA's uh, NASA Hall of Fame astronaut OceanGate Incorporated board member, Dr. Scott Paraznik. Parazinski. Sorry. Parazinski. Uh, okay. There's a connection. Scott Parazinski is with the Maxwell Epstein crew via the former advisor of mine, who was secretly friends with Isabel Maxwell and took Epstein money. He did. I'm, is this 100% true? I'm not sure this is the claim anyway. way. He didn't tell me this was when offering an attorney to help after I spoke about misconduct. Maybe English is not the 100% here. This is Scott Parazinski with him and the crew around me. Oh, that's her. Is that her in the picture? Is that what she's saying? Is that her? OK. Oh, interesting. Um, OK, uh, yeah, here's Parzinski with him and crew around me at the time. This U.N. list is the next level, l- level f'd, meaning fucked, I guess. <laughs> yes. Uh, if it, it includes Gillian Maxwell, all these people worked together on digital health initiatives with the U.N. OK, there you go. Interesting. Yeah, I got to find that speech again uh, that she did. She's she's spoken in front of the U.N. like an, like eight times or something like that, I think, Gillian Maxwell. And most of the times it's been, is she part of the board here? most of the times it's been about the ocean uh, issue, ocean preservation. Is she in here? Maybe she's not in here. Anyway, okay, that's a number of uh, people here associated in the doc. She links up here. Uh, Can we see her? No? Okay. All right. Uh, Anyway, let me keep going here. Mm, It's a partnership with none other than Cavendish Global. I've heard of that before. Uh, Scott Parzinski was part of that. The man on the bottom left wanted me to introduce, uh, wanted to introduce me to astronaut Scott Parzinski, who is on the board of OceanGate. Ironically, I texted this thread to a point of contact of theirs a few days ago, suggesting I am not as dumb as they thought. Uh, Yeah, here we go here. Ghislaine Maxwell was working with Cavendish Global and the UN on Ocean Partnership. The UN video is now removed. Oh, is it now? We played that at one point but i have a loose transcript they they cite uh they they cite italy and bill gates as key to their initiatives they they okay i see what's saying uh that's her with Amir Dozal, UN and board of Terra Mar that's right that's what her group was called Terra Mar which means what earth ocean right isn't it uh all right anyway i think this goes on for a little bit here but you get the idea uh some people said too what, what was it again you said something it was the was there some anniversary or something of the... Yeah, you know, uh,
1: there's one uh, conspiracy flying around. I was just trying to trying to follow that, like, okay... I think English, the English is not the best like, on her what, there, but... What, where exactly is that going? Okay, no, there, there's another conspiracy uh, flying around. The last time there was a major new currency introduced into humanity it was 1913. It was just after the Titanic was sunk, killing off the major opposition to the new Federal Reserve notes. So now we have major currency crisis just as the BRICS nations are going to announce a gold denominated currency and the pakistani billionaire who was uh, on board with his son there is involved in the new currency and now he's dead so that's just <laughs> one one theory right, i'm sure there's other people involved i don't know if they just need sure. this guy and it's all going to fall apart without this guy but you know
0: well because i mean the og uh the the titanic there right uh was kind of a an entire conspiracy there of just t- it was it was all the the uh, all the wrong from our perspective billionaires jumped ship last m- moment. Remember, mm-hmm. oh, they forgot to show up. They forgot their ticket. Or they couldn't. They were sick. Blah blah blah. blah. That's right. And uh, at least some, maybe not all of them, but at least some of the uh, good guys at that time uh, went down with the uh, Titanic. A lot of things uh, changed. That was. It, it, wasn't there even a connection to like, yeah, the as you said, the currency issue right? The federal. One thing led to and I think this was one of the conspiracies. Like the, mm-hmm. the Titanic was like w- one one thing that initiated all of this, but it s- essentially and en- ended up with like, like the federal thing. reserve essentially yeah. you know, at the end of it uh, essentially. But no, and then you have that other conspiracy of them swapping the vessels. I was I said Lusitania the other day, and it's completely wrong. It's the uh, Olympia, I think, is actually the one right. The, the Titanic and the Olympia. And they switched those remember mm-hmm. uh, and it was an insurance scam and that had olympia had issue. i think it was olympia had issues and it went down and then the you know that ship was anyway not that it matters it is what it is right but yeah this is extreme fascination with the with the uh titanic to go see it pay two hundred and fifty thousand and fifty thousand to get down in there basically not be able to see anything well, but,
1: you know they saw the movie with leonardo dicaprio so <laughs>
0: maybe that's why what was the song again? Oh, God. Far. Uh, On the ship. Did they play that? <gasps> As they were imploding. Oh, that. man. <laughs> what was yeah. the knocking then? They said that they had heard knocking every 30 minutes. Or something like that.
1: That's uh, the some, ship ready to blow up. <laughs> the ship. submarine ready to blow up.
0: It was the uh, some weird thing about like why didn't they kind of s- initiate signs? search right Warning away? Signs? Yeah, there was a number of. As you said, like, oh, ready, maybe like, we
1: should go back up top, right?
0: Yeah. Well, maybe they couldn't. Maybe they just it just sunk, sinking, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not a submarine. A submersible is different. You just but you you basically do just sink, right? Uh, but you have you know anyway they they. I, did they run out of oxygen how many hours they did didn't they spend even test there? the we oxygen don't even
1: know. by the way too I saw there were so many things and I just like ah how was that possible how did that billionaire not know that too
0: well at least they uh, at least they didn't uh, hire any white men you know <laughs> well they had some for a while but then they fired them all right oh my god so we yeah, should
1: end just... with it's a uh, capture the flag month. Let me right. see.
0: Just, let me just play this one. Let's oh, see if you this want one. More of that, I don't know. <laughs> let me let me see if this uh, this might be not good here. Let's check it out. As of this time, oxygen within the still
6: missing Titan submersible is believed to be fully exhausted. That being said, bits and pieces of information are still ah, lost around on this platform like a Okay.
0: Anyway, I don't think. Do they even go into the fact that they imploded? Maybe they didn't. Anyway, they talked about the material and stuff, right? There was some carbon. Uh, uh was it carbon fiber with titanium or something? I don't know, something like that with the uh with the, the material they used and it was like untested, it was not that great. It had been prior issues with it. Yeah, here's the guy, the quality control, uh David Lockridge. That was the I guess that's the white guy. Let, let me just listen to him at least on. That's the white guy they fired, I believe.
6: OceanGate Director of Marine Operations, David Lockridge, began voicing his concerns over quality control, as well as testing of potential flaws in the Titan itself. And surprise, surprise, Lockridge was not only fired immediately, but later on that same year, the company would sue him over an alleged breach of contract, stating he had disclosed confidential information to OSHA, a list of which included, but was not limited to the following. David raised concerns over the company's decision to perform dives without non-destructive testing, or a form of analysis
0: used on All right, basically, there are their retards. Go woke, die. There it is. okay. <laughs> well, then I guess you deserve it. I guess so. That's what happens. Uh, fuck around, find <laughs> we'll out. Live by the anti-white sword, yes, die. <laughs> that's <laughs> exactly. Die we, we can. We'll, let's keep them coming here. Yes. We can do this all day, folks. All right, want to do the, the last Yeah, that uh, was kind of funny.
1: It's a uh, Capture the Flag Month. So a lot of people have been seeing these uh, hideous rainbow and tranny flags going up in their neighborhoods and... There's some footage here of a homeowner. Oh, thank you.
0: That's the ATV yeah. gang This
1: guy has this huge
0: <laughs> You know, he's it's not that big, it's but it's just loud. Idaho.
1: They've got all these like Urgh. crazy vehicles and they yeah. can drive them around anywhere. The other day, we heard this huge explosion and all these neighbors were out. I thought the Gas station blew up and no, it was just some kids behind us shooting up a tannerite. T- which and is it was like
0: massive m- massive explosion. Yeah, just the cops were looking around. Like, like
1: what was it? Everyone yeah. thought it was a sonic boom and it That's hardly leaves yeah. any smoke. You know, mm-hmm. not a whole lot of smell, but man, it yep. is
0: loud. It was loud.
6: Yeah.
1: I think I asked you, why do you need explosive targets? <laughs>
0: <laughs> why? Why do you need anything? America, just blow why. it up and it's yep. loud. But it's, it's like oh, no
1: warning within a hey, city like that.
0: You hey, know, this is okay. I can na- there the, was some
1: guy down mm-hmm. the street who said like sheetrock was shaking off his walls you know it's like
0: god. well i mean again it's here we go this is a perfect uh, opportunity for me to play this clip i was like can i find it can i is there a shoe in here can i wedge this clip in somewhere now is the perfect time here god. we go uh, god bless the second amendment here we go <laughs>
1: It's funny to me. Come and get (laughs) him. What's that going to cost?
0: That's like out of uh,
1: (laughs) Terminator, the the,
0: the Matrix. Remember that? Or the they have the exoskeletons shooting on the the squid robots.
1: The guy probably lives in northern
0: Idaho. Civil. This is actually a civilian-owned quad gun. Oops. I
1: mean, you could you could hear something like this out in the forest, in Idaho and I don't. You'd be like, "Yep, yep, someone's uh, got weapons and oh, they're firing shooting off the things." Quad There's gun so many again. like preppers and off the gritters and just like. I, I, I talked to this one guy who builds some of these bunkers and stuff, and he, he was telling me about some people, how they, like, have freeze-dried food inside their walls. <laughs> like, there's so many cool bunkers and setups. and.
0: Well, I I, again, it. it takes us back to the shall not be infringed, yeah. right? That, that's, that's part of the Second Amendment, shall not be infringed, which essentially means anything the state has, you can have. And how's that going to be interpreted now? It's going to go out the window because of course, now information is a weapon. Nanotechnology is a weapon. Uh, DNA and genetically engineering is a weapon, right? All of this are, are technically, these are arms. These are weapons. What's our defense? You could argue that censorship is a is a it's a breach of, of, of uh, you know the the Second Amendment because it's like you, now you can't use weapon a weapon that they're using against us. Anyway, I, I, I digress. Here is back to, back to the point Here, here is the uh, capture the flag moment here. I love to by the way how now this has a disclaimer that this is sensitive footage. You might be upset. You might get a heart attack. We do this
1: with Trump flags all the time. Remember? Of course. Well, I mean. that's
0: fine. That's the first. You can burn American flags. You can stomp at the the Supreme Court ruled that's if your first amendment right you steal a gay flag a, pri- a pride flag um a pride fag, then a you, fag flag then you you are you are performing a hate crime. Warning distressing <laughs> no, images.
3: This guy. <laughs> go
1: man go. go. <laughs> this that's one's even second better. Time. June this. 2nd,
0: 2023. <laughs> yeah there
1: we go yes you know how teenagers used to teepee houses like they need to do this stuff now like just just take that flag down take
0: it yeah definitely um or you're charged with
1: a hate crime for saying that right
0: Uh, yes be be quiet or alternatives
1: Good man. And then, Good when you've man. Done, then
0: when you've done that, you switch over to this. <laughs> you finally are ready. There's that flag. Get it. Get the flag. Is that a little drone? we we'll capture fl- it. Is it a little drone we'll flying around? We'll stomp on here? it not- and
1: we'll shoot the shit out of it. That's right. And then we'll put it back. Yep. <laughs> we'll give it back. So technically we didn't steal it. Here's a, here's a little piece. Here's a shred. We're, uh,
0: we're helpless as white people. There's nothing uh-huh. we knew.
1: But you can use it for toilet paper before you do all that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, all right. Yeah. Well, and you know what? Let me. Okay, last last clip here, and then we'll wrap up here. But uh, they—I mean—they're dropping our flags to to the ground yes. for the sake of setting up uh, pride flags. Look at this here.
4: It's the UK?
1: You can't have that one up there at the same time. Nope. it's got to be just all tranny it's be flags. Above
5: it. Yep. You're taking the wrong fucking flag down, mate. I know that. Know that. At least you know that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> just doing my Don't job. do it exactly. I'm just doing my... It irritates me. Look at that. Look I at hate the disgrace that dropping in. If there in. was
1: just a white strike and they were like, no, we're not doing that.
0: And, and it's and you, it's the, same, it's the same guy you hear. I mean, you're taking the do, uh, damn wrong flag down. And then it was like, I know I'm taking the, do, the flag, that, wrong flag down. That's your problem it's like, right it's there. The same, it's the same guy. That's, what I'm saying is it's the same they grew up together know. it's that you know, know english working class if we, i i can't exactly pinpoint the is it a, is it a is it a london air is this Regent street i forget where that that is but i, I can't pinpoint the dialect but the point is listen to that how how similar they sound right
5: you're taking the wrong fucking flag down mate at least you know that at least you know that (laughs) well stop doing it this is the
1: problem just doing my job is what got us here you know stop doing the job of anti-whites yes yeah and globo homos celebrating pedophiles uh,
0: anti-hetero
1: stop (laughs) doing it
0: anti-hetero agenda I just just no yeah
1: like have some organization cockney yeah is it a
0: cockney accent yeah maybe maybe you're right uh Albert uh och Albert to <laughs> so Herbert. för Albert to Herbert, tv program. Why don't
1: they get some of those uh, hardworking Nigerians they imported to do the job?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah say, I know that. <laughs> I'm taking down the wrong Wolf flight. supremacist
1: 66 says, well, he should have said, well, stop doing it. Uh, Wolf supremacist 66 says, quit. I know what you mean, Lon. Every time I see footage of thousands of migrants here on those boats. Or tens of them. I picture one of the eagles from the Lord of the Rings attacking a thousand orcs.
0: Yes, yeah, so that is a. You true are not Lo- London accent is that what it is? Yeah, the, a certain part of London, I would assume, right? Is that is it? Is that is that Cockney? Is that a part the of poor part? London? Anyway. <laughs> the
1: poor part? Anyway, the poor white so it's guys. Are w- yeah, screwed. it's the
0: working. Yeah, of course, you know that. You, you know, it's the working class. Uh, you know.
1: Always is. Pagan says, support oh, what you like. That. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Appreciate
0: you that. All right, guys, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up right there. Hope you guys uh, have a great midsummer if you celebrate that kind of stuff. Uh, I guess we should do a couple of shout outs and stuff like that, too, right? We got to say thanks and all those good things. Uh, guys, if you want to join us for more, please do it over at RedEyes.com members.com you can join us at odyssey or subscribe star whatever you prefer it's 10 bucks a month you get uh, access to uh, of course western warrior kind of our flagship show we spend the most amount of time uh, preparing recording and editing and making it uh, just uh, perfect for you so i think you'll uh, you'll enjoy it uh, if you want to get uh, a, a cheaper subscription, less per month, you can get a longer subscriptions. We have them all the way up to two years, and it's almost thirty five percent off. I got to do the exact math on that one day, uh, but something like that. Uh, also, of course, you can do a. We have a plus tier for those of you guys who want to do a little bit extra for us, and then of course we have an executive producer and a producer tier, uh, which is kind of our uh, special uh, super duper extra fan base uh, supporting uh, crew out there. And of course again just uh, just keep in mind we don't have any venture capitalists Uh, We don't have any angel investors. We don't have any major sponsors. We don't have any uh, commercials or ads in the shows that we do. So this is how we do it. So we can continue not only to survive doing this, uh, but continue to grow so we can do it more and do it better. So that's the reason why we charge ten bucks a month uh, for you to get access to uh, Western Warrior. Uh, Other exclusive videos, second hour of many of the interviews we do and stuff like that, too. And we do have more interviews, by the way, uh, in the pipeline coming up. Uh, But thank you so much to our executive producers, T. Lothrop Stoddard, V. Miller, Resin Revolt, Good Luck Lap, Jake, Red Pill Rundown, Chalky Milk, French 47, Mark Smith, No One Jeebs, President Obunga, Mongoose, William Fox, Angry White Soccer Mom, The Second Wanderer, Operation Werewolf, The Ride Never Ends, Francis Parker Yaki. it's a great name. Dill Bob, Last Place Simp, Joseph Hart, Purple Haze, and JP. Thank you so much guys. Also to our producers, Mr. Walker 696, Yu Son, Leroy DuMond, Snark Pup, Eyes Open, Mr. Lemry, Yurinu Obada Hexwell, Single Action Army, and George Porsche. Thank you to you guys as well. We appreciate all of you. Uh all right, I think is that it uh, for us today. We get it I is. guess uh, a little uh, well, happy family picture for you guys here at the end. <laughs> Hope you have a wonderful midsummer, wherever you are, guys. Uh, Celebrate it with family. Do whatever um, you need to do out there to stay connected. That's uh, not our dog, by the connected. way. Sorry, That's not our dog. That's right. Uh, I'm anyway. not ready
1: for a dog right now, okay? No.
0: <laughs> anyway, from the from the Palm Greens, I guess. Thank you so much for being here today and for watching. We appreciate all of you. I think you have one more that, Alana, on uh, Odyssey. Before
1: uh, Q- oh, is it Q- cap? Kale Kale Henry. Kale Kale I think it's
0: Chewy Cap. That's Is it? I
1: think thank you Kui for Cap. the stream and thank you for your support. Appreciate thank, it, guys.
0: Thank you for your support, guys. We appreciate all of you. We'll see you at uh, Redis member or Odyssey over uh, the weekend here. Uh, what, Monday, I think, as usual. We'll uh, get, uh, get a Western Warrior up. Good yeah. stuff coming up. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you guys later. Happy solstice. Um.